This week's Throwback to Black goes to a quote from James Cone. Only false prophets shun criticism because they do not want their real motives revealed. Throwback to Black, James Cone. Now let's start the motherfucking show. It's your boy, Corey Doseki. Hello there. Something, something else. We back for a brand new episode. What's good, people? Welcome back to the Power Lunch Hour. Gotta start it off by saying happy birthday to my partner in crime, the man with the plan, actually working on his birthday. That's real right there. That's dedication. Hey. What's up, man? I have something else. Happy birthday, my guy. Thank you, my guy. Appreciate it, bro. More than welcome. More than welcome. It feels good. Hey. It feels good. Hey. Yeah. New anything new new year, new you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You leaving things behind. Yeah. <laughs> new gray hair. Got a gray hair, man. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They coming now. Shocked me, bro. You're on the fast track now to the gray hair. Why did they grow on your balls? I thought, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Wait a minute. You gonna be like they escalated quickly. <laughs> you gonna be like, wait a minute. I'm not clean properly. Was this lit? <laughs> nah, that's old age. My God. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm traumatized. But uh, yeah, I got I had a gray hair, man, and I was brushing my hair, and I thought it was lit. It was not lit. No, no, it was whole gray. Yes, sir. Had yes, a whole sir. strand get gray. I thought it was like grow. It, it started was, with one little Dennis the Menace. It was a, it was a long gray hair too. Oh damn! The whole whole strand was gray. How it, the fuck does that happen? It's been sitting there chilling for a while. That shit dormant. The motherfucker like, yeah, I'm here now, nigga. What up? <laughs> Welcome. New year, new gray. A new gray, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, happy to see another year. A lot of people to get a chance to see it. So man, I facts. thank God. Thank God. Thanks. What you do for New Year's? Oh man, my New Year's was lit, nigga. Uh, Shit, I got off work late and got home. I watched the ball drop and I got my draws. <laughs> Boy, it sounds like an awesome time man, right there. Went to sleep. It seems just, you know, very mesmerizing. It was cool, man. I listened to the hood niggas shoot all their weapons. Bro, I was watching your IG video. I was like, you know, I'm glad I did stay home. I wouldn't even you had to sleep or nothing. Oh, this shit, the gunfire made me sleep better, bro. Like, it's just, it's soothing at this point, bro. Especially you know, we, the hood. It's like, it's too quiet out it's here. It's too quiet. You Nobody got shot? You know, we traumatized like a motherfucker, so that gunfire just make you sleep better. Man, they got RPGs out when they come for, the, when they come for that New Year. I was like, what is that he's shooting? Yeah. And why does he have it in the neighborhood? What are you doing with all that weaponry? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so. Ridiculous. That was clowning. They started shooting at 10 o'clock. Like, oh, oh, I thought it was nine over here. As yeah. soon as it got dark, it looks like it's a good shooting time. Yeah. <laughs> motherfuckers shooting, still uh, popping fireworks, nigga. I heard niggas shooting bottle rockets. I'm like, oh, y'all trying, y'all gonna use them damn fireworks. Yeah, they can use every firework they got. Yeah. Fourth of July still has some bottle rockets left over. Shit, it's a good right. time to post them bitches. And the nights are longer. Oh, man, that's all you gonna see. They use every firecracker they got stored up. Hell yeah. What you do for your New Year's, man? Man, I kicked it. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, end up going over to uh, uh, okay. Dang, <laughs> brain fart. I was about to say, 
Kiana uh, and Jig's crib. Okay. Yeah, kicked it over there for a sec. Uh, then I went over to Tico's crib. Shout out Tico. What up, Tico? Man, I had a good time over there. Uh, Tico's determined for me to play dominoes. Okay. I was like, yeah, man, it's just not going to really work the way I drink and smoke. Why don't you play dominoes? Because there's too many dots, man. They end up running together after so long. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Just, it's a lot of counting. I don't feel like it. I just want to enjoy myself. I don't want my brain to have to work like that. Oh, okay. I'm not a numbers person. I'm a more of the creative artsy type. I got you. I don't think I like to count as money. I got you. And I hate when I have to lose it. Yeah. And I'm a sore loser too. I'm very competitive, so this is, it'll take my buzz away. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no, I, if I'm gonna play, I'm gonna have to start playing early in the night, cause like past like midnight or whatever. You know, I'm like a pit. I'm like a gremlin. I come with rules. Yeah. I don't need all that extra. That's a distraction for me. I'm on hunt now. <laughs> so who's single at this house party? Right. <laughs> Shoot. I don't need those distractions. But, man, we had a good time. Then I was like, yep, time to take my ass on home. Right, right. And came straight to the crib. It was the most spots that uh, I wanted to hit. But I was like, nah, I just need to go on, go home. They still shooting out here. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, that's it. So brought my butt home. Uh... What else I do? Oh, July, January, July. January 1st. Did you get your traditional black eyed peas? I don't do that bullshit, bro. <laughs> I don't do that bullshit. He said, I don't deal with them traditions. They ain't got nothing to do with me, bro. <laughs> Man, I'm so blessed. Mama made that good old fried chicken. Okay. Uh, black eyed peas in heaven. Because mm -hmm. mama don't cook that much fried chicken no more. You know, it's more healthy around here. Yeah. So when you get the good old mama's fried chicken, ain't nothing like it in the world. That's what's up. Can't nothing come close to it. My oh, mama I cooked for it. New Year's Day. I went over there. Uh, like, we don't do the, the, the cabbage and black eyed peas, or is it green? I don't know the combination. We don't do it. Yeah. Uh, but my mama, she showed the fuck out. Mm. So, you know, she did the whole holiday dressing, jams. You know, macaroni and cheese, the whole get down. Oh, yeah. Turkey. So she, she put a footy, but, you know, I had to make up for not turning up for New Year's Eve. So New Year's Day. Got to. Uh, you know, me and Busy went to got some food. Shout out to Busy. Shout out, Busy. Was going to go to Cracker Barrel because I want some French toast. Right. Cracker Barrel was, was jumping. I know it would be. Man, Cracker Barrel was jumping. I knew it would be. So we end up going to uh, the steakhouse or some shit like that. Long Star, Longhorn, what the motherfuckers? Yeah, but this is my parents' favorite spot. We went there Sunday. It's a slick treasure, though, man. It really is. It I really, like it. It's, the food's good, service good, man. I just keep forgetting about it. Right. Yeah, but uh, so I had some drinks there, and then I left there, went to the Nigga Bowl. Shout out to uh, my brother P for the, <clears throat> I think it's a 25th. Fourth or twenty fifth annual nigga bowl for the ones that don't know the nigga bowl is when niggas play tackle football on New Year's Day. Ah, that real. We've been doing this shit forever. <laughs> well, I say we. I don't play. My insurance don't cover that. You know, saying the way so my I'm, life is set up. I'm not getting out there and playing tackle football as a whole as a dope. I'm a great comic tighter though. Yeah, I take pictures. You know, that's what I do. So it's good to see all the, uh, the cast I went to school with, and you know, watch niggas tackle each other. And Always then I, a good time. I went to my mother's house and she she cooked and we get over there and we had a good time. I drank entirely too fucking much. <laughs> Me and my mother went through a lot. Oh man. Over some drinks. So I get home 
and my whole game plan was I was going to take a nap and then come over here. Right, we were supposed to record. We were supposed to do we were supposed to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mind you, my battery is on like three percent and I'm faded to the motherfucker. So I set my alarm to wake up at a certain time and my battery died. I didn't I didn't put it on the charger. I woke up, it's like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I don't know if I'm late for work. Am I is it early? Is the sun about to come up? Where's my dog? I don't know where my fucking dog at. Did I, did I lock Jay up? I don't know where the fuck I'm at. Jay, I think I kidnapped family by that rock wild. Oh, nobody here to save you now. Man, I was out of there, man. I drunk entirely too much that day. <laughs> but, you know, it was cool. That's how you, that's how you bring New Year's in, dog. Yeah, that's how you bring it in, man. You supposed to. That's the makeup. I was calling you, and I was like, man, is phone off? Do I need to do a welfare check? Is he all right? Nah, he'll be all right. Yeah. It's Jay there. Jay always hold it down for him. <laughs> I was out of there. Heck yeah. This shit, it happens. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a pure fan of a good uh, over uh, nap. Like, dang, you wake up disoriented. What what is the day? What, what is the day? What am I? Am I too late? Am I too early? I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> we took we took a week off. Right. So uh I wanna give a shout out to uh Why We Hate Church Folks podcast for having the cocktail mixer. What's up? Yeah, the mixer. Shout out was Jen, cool. shout out Bijou. It was dope. I had a good ass time. I had a ball in that motherfucker. I appreciate everybody that came out. It was cool though, man. Right, right. It was cool. I had a good time. Yeah, I met some people I I'd never met before and this it was uh I was trying to be social in a social event. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of mingling. Right, You know right. what I'm saying? So, but it was cool. It was a nice little um, little get down. So yes. I, I appreciate that. I had a good time, man. Shout out all the guests that came out. I was like, oh, wow, okay. We we doing some things now. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a good time, man. Uh, uh, who else? Shout out uh, Ferocious. One time for Ferocious, baby. Yeah, one time for Ferocious. We did take a lot of time off this time. We took a long time off. It's like a couple ago. Yeah. But uh, I appreciate Ferocious just for for, uh, posting the show. He got a lot of uh, traffic on this goddamn post. He did. He got a lot of uh, views and a lot of comments and stuff. That was a fun show. It was a real good time. Yeah. So I appreciate you coming through, bro. Yeah, for real, for real. And thank you for the gift of the show. Salute. I appreciate that, my G. Real MVP. Real MVP, right there. That's 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 what that's what you uh, teach somebody. You pass on what you're learning. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. Six oh seven does that a lot too. Just let me show you a little something here. Here you go. Give you a jewel. Give you something that's gonna help make you better. Yeah, sprinkle you. Sprinkle you, man. That's what it's about, especially in Little Rock, man. It's helping each other out. Pulling each other along, man. I appreciate both of those fellas for that. For real, for real. Um, Yeah, it's a new show. It is. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about? Anything from your weekend? A week? Uh, <laughs> man, you know. Christmas? Nothing. <laughs> Did you have a good Christmas? We've been gone for a We've been minute. gone for a long fucking time. <laughs> but the craziest thing about it, though, like all the times we do this podcast, the holidays never really fall on our recording day. Right. I right. mean, both Christmas, New Year's fell right on our recording day. It's like, look, where are you going to... 
Look, we gonna bend a break. Like, you know what I'm like sometimes niggas gonna be inebriated before they can do the show. I don't think we can make it. You know, I'm getting off of work at eleven o'clock now, so then we ain't even get a chance to record till late. So I was like, you know what? Just take the day. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pulling stressing ourselves out. Hey, we five shit. years in the game. We ain't pulling consistency right now. We allow the extra little Look, Friday vacation, you know, day. Man, like my favorite line in Players Club, R.P. Bernie Mac. I don't owe you country niggas nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All these jokes for free. I don't owe you country niggas nothing. You but yeah, it was like, we've been off for a long time though. So we like did that. go off for a long. But I didn't do anything. Um, my Christmas was cool. Like you know, my, me and my family really don't you know, like exchange gifts or nothing like that. We just you know go over to my mom's house and eat and shit. So it, it was cool. We had a good ass time like always. Right. Um, but yeah, Christmas was was just Christmas. I'm glad it was over though. Right, I'm, I'm broke. Oh, boy, I come. I'm so glad it's over. <laughs> but to see the result of the work I put in, make it all worth it. You know, uh, you know, you're an adult now by the gifts you get mm. and, and the things you get excited about. One of the things that my parents got me. Uh, that I actually asked for. I didn't think that's gonna have the time to go get it because they rip it around for other people in the church. But they gave me my sheets, my king size sheets, chocolate, yeah, fire. That's something about new sheets on that bed, man. Yeah. Oh man, you just sit there, just ah, get the best sleep of your life. Yeah. I just wash sheets, not just you know wash fresh clean, but brand new sheets. Yeah. Oh, man, you can't even flop on them yet. You gotta wait. <laughs> you gotta wait a while. Yeah, we ain't even smashing in the bed. You, yeah. you got to do it on the couch. On the couch, man. Because, you catch nah, his best spread or something. I got these new sheets, man. You ain't going to. Nah, yeah, I, yeah. You ain't mess up my sheets. That's just yet. Shit. You can't have the wet spots on the new sheets. You can't have the wet spots on the new sheets. And my sheets are like chocolate. Yeah. So it's going to be an obvious wet spot when, it's, when it dries. <laughs> yeah. Can't have that. Can't have that at all. Let's put this uh, old blanket down over here on this couch. Smash on the chase. <laughs> what Dion Cole say? Use the ottoman for the big girls. You don't be disrespectful to your big girls. Give them the ottoman. Mm-hmm. Put some wheels on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I had a good Christmas, man. I've been really turning up with a lot of family and friends this uh, season. That normally, I wouldn't have the time to. Yeah, and I I really had about my uncle. Shout out Uncle Fred had the a family brunch. It's not often you get to see all your family in one room. Yeah, so, so that was a blessing right there. My whole family really didn't turn up this year. Just you know my media family though. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the first time in a long time we didn't. But a lot of people they moved away and 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 went out of town. So it was it was a little different. But we still had a good time. Yeah, but. Yeah, I'm really not a Christmas fan, man. Christmas is like, yo. It's over-commercialized. Yeah. It's a lot of spending involved. No, I ain't spending shit. It's just, you know, it'd be other things like the parties, the moving around, the functions and stuff. Yeah. I try to dodge as much as I could. My goal next year is to uh, find somebody's daughter to wear matching pajamas with because that shit look lit. That shit look lit, man. Right? For real, hell, I was man. thinking the same thing. Damn, y'all, ma- oh, y'all like oh, y'all, I didn't know this was the thing. So we doing magic pajamas and taking pictures. Yeah. I need somebody ragged ass daughter wear some magic pajamas for me next Christmas, man. Yo, get your life together. You gotta buy your own pajamas though. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't, I ain't spend no money for Christmas, but <laughs> we can wear them together. You know, I want a onesie. Yeah, you know, <laughs> some clean ass pajamas. Hell yeah. 
So that's the guy you play. That's the goal. Somebody regular ass daughter get your life together. Help me help myself. Yeah, but I think that's it, man. I ain't done nothing in we the past the week, two weeks, though, man. It was it was cool, man. Five year anniversary live show next week. Live show coming up. Live show coming January tenth, TPM. It's going down. Yes. We're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. So y'all gonna be annoyed as hell with me needing up to this week because it's gonna be uh, I'm flooding timelines. That's all you gonna see is the live show. I don't want to hear you complaining and crying because that's it. That's all you getting. Live show, live show, live show. I don't want to hear. I didn't know about it. Where is it? I told you, live show. So. We have the fly. I give everybody all the details. It'll be coming this weekend with the flyers and everything. You'll know. But don't say you didn't know it was going to be a live show January 10th. Don't say you didn't know. All right. You want to get into this show now? Cool. Cool. Some topics. I got some positive. It is not very often that it gets to happen. Okay. Uh, I want to give a special shout-out to Serena Williams. What's up, Queen? And LeBron James. Shout-out, salute to the King. Uh, they were named AP's Female and Male Athlete of the Decade. That's hard. That's hard right there. Yeah. That's hard right there. I heard there's a rumor a billionaire uh, offered them uh, a certain amount of money for them to uh, have a child. I saw that shit coming. I don't, I don't know why. When you mentioned a billionaire, you know what I was saying? like, somebody's gonna offer them to mate. White people always try to breed, motherfuckers. We, what is not got out they system? When it yet. came off your lips, I was like, I just, I wished I was wrong when I thought you that. hate to be right. You know I what I'm saying? I was wrong with that, man. <laughs> That's terrible though. But you know, they used to uh, mating the strongest uh, male and right. females to That's make all super they know. slaves and shit. Like, come on, dog. Come on, man. That's how they see us. It's just like you just had to come out your motherfucking mouth, though. Right. You just had to say this. You took a beautiful moment and just ruined it. What the? What happened if I mate these two, two. Uh, elite athletes? You know, what I'm saying. I wonder what their what their offspring would be. Yeah. How much money can I make off this child? You know, what I'm saying like they some damn horse or bull. Yeah, I'm I'm disappointed I was correct about that one. Yeah, we all are in life. We all are. Um, So I got a positive story too, though. Hey! And this is happened a couple weeks ago. You know, we took a little hiatus. But I want time for Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert took a time out of his uh, living his, his, his best life and donated a bunch of coats to kids in North Little Rock. Salute! Um, he he bought the coats and 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 delivered them. And uh, what's the police officer Tommy? Tommy Noy? Yeah, he 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 distributed the uh, the the coats out to all the little kids in North Little Rock. That's so, dope. One time for little Uzi for keeping little kids warm, man. Because one thing little kids do is lose coats. They lose coats left and right, and they don't have coats. Right. And I give. I remember one year I lost my coat. I ain't have a coat because my mom's not <laughs> buying me another coat. It was not gonna happen. I'm not buying you another coat. You leave that school. Leave that coat at school one more damn yeah, time. Yeah. Lose your dog damn coat. You're gonna be cold in the motherfucker. Shit. Wearing two pairs of long johns because I lost my goddamn coat. You layered up like a motherfucker. Hell yeah. So that's dope as hell, man. A lot of kids don't have uh, necessities and all things that's, you know, the small things, like a jacket. Like, you know, right. you don't even think about that. So 
uh, one time for little Uzi, especially uh, blessing the city of uh, North Florida. You know, anytime. Some, uh, I guess I'll get a chance to have a win. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Salute. Thank you, Uzi. Yeah. Um, that's my only positive story I have, though. Nah, that was mm. a different hood sound. I didn't recognize it. <laughs> um, no, so let's get into this fucked up shit. <laughs> uh, we talked about New Year's, people busting caps in the neighborhood, as they so love to do. Uh, unfortunately, a Texas woman was celebrating uh, New Year's Eve and apparently was killed by a celebratory gunfire. Um, you know how te- Texas get down, everybody shooting in the air. Uh, let me just get her name. Uh, where is it at? Felipia Phil Ashford. Nope. Ain't Okay. Oh, yes, it is. I got it right. <laughs> Philippia Phil Ashford. She was the nurse manager at a mental health facility. Uh, she was outside with the family that was shooting, but come to find out, she was shot by, like, the neighbor's bullets. So, oh, it came down to hit her? Yeah, man. So, yeah. like, hey, I've been telling y'all, man, y'all got to be careful with y'all shooting there. Them bullets got to land some damn where. And some of y'all just get haphazard out there. Just be thinking you uh, Rambo shoot with one hand, going with the choppers and stuff, too. It's like, bro, straight bullet. It's all it takes. These houses are close together. Yeah. For real, man. If you want to shit on mine, you know, representing your shit. But you can't come out here with the full RPG shooting it sideways, bro. <laughs> you spray down the whole neighborhood in this mud. There's too many schools around here. Yeah, you gotta know your trajectory. Like, where's the bullet gonna land, sir? Please come up with a plan for you just just shoot out there, man. So y'all be safe. The next holiday coming up, Fourth of July. Know y'all gonna be ready to shoot again. Just have it on your mind, man. People are dying out here. And every, I'm sure she's not the only one that died uh, last night. But every year, my she, mother, she New Year's uh, Eve, she's on the floor, ducked off mm-hmm. because they shooting. And then when we, we call each other for New Year's, happy New Wish Day, happy New Year's, she's like, yeah, I'm on the floor right now. Let you know. <laughs> yeah. Because she ain't going for it. PTSD is real in the black community, <laughs> especially nigga, for our older ones. I sit on the couch and like, look, if it happens, it happens. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not ducking for shit, man. God damn it. <laughs> if this motherfucking bullet catch me, get, hey, it's God's plan. It, it's God's plan. Uh, I'm playing PlayStation. <laughs> I got to get it in real I got to win this game. It's going down. I'm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Since we're in Texas, uh, did you hear the story about the Texas church uh, security team who shot a gunman? Yeah. Yeah, man. Unfortunately, two people uh, died and were shot before the church's security team could react in time. Um, Jack Wilson, head of security, shot the uh, intruder, the white male. Let me get his name down here. Uh, And it's Richard White. No, no. The victims are, my bad, that's so bad. Anton Wallace and Richard White were the victims. Uh, You know, they bury that dude's name always at the bottom. Like, especially when they white. I guess I should have read this story more quick. That's the thing, though. They're going to bury the name. They're going to bury that name. 
that's just not identifying this dude's name. It's the fucking situation it is, though. How do you feel, though, about that? And a lot of these people, the security team, are really just church members all carrying guns, was packing and ready. How do you feel about, uh, now you feel about people, uh, the church members being able to bring guns to church? Especially I mean, once, once once people start bringing guns to church, you're going to have to bring your gun to church. you have to bring your gun to church. I mean, ever since that uh, the tragic situation happened in Carolina, man, you're, like, you're going to have to have, you know, like if, the, if they didn't have that weapon on them, it could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Only two people. Two people is, is more than enough that, that, that passed, but if they weren't on the scene with that weapon, it could be a lot more people that died that day. A whole lot more. So... I mean, the way the world is right now, you can't you can't even go to goddamn movie theater without your gun. Cause they bucky, <laughs> yeah, they so bucky. You in you in church with your gun? It sounds crazy, but it's necessary, and it show that it's necessary. So I don't have no problem with it. I think his name is Keith Thomas. I had to use the picture, backtrace the picture through a Google search. <laughs> no shooters. Yeah, dang. <laughs> Cause I was gonna get his name. He wasn't one of us. Yeah, Keith Thomas uh, Kinu Kinnon. I don't know how to pronounce that. Kinnon. We gonna get Kinnon. Keith Thomas. White boy did it. That's a sad day, man. My heart go out to that family. All right, what you got, man? So, uh, I just want to give a. Uh, a special shout out to Nike. Nike been very progressive, uh, sl- slick trolling in a way. How they <laughs> support, you know, uh, I don't know, let's say controversy or anybody that that goes against the grain. So you know, Colin Kaepernick has they they released his 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 uh, tennis shoe. Mm-hmm. He got an Air Force One with his image and the 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 date that he first took a knee. Well, that bitch clean. You get it? Uh, I don't fuck with it. Uh, but they sold out. You know that was going to be sold out. These motherfuckers so ahead of the game that these motherfucking uh, Air Force Ones with Colin Kaepernick's face on it sold out within the hour. Woo! And motherfuckers was protesting Nike back when they gave Colin his endorsement and his campaign and his uh, commercials and shit. Mm-hmm. No, Nike stock went up because <laughs> niggas buying Nike. Everybody buying Nike right y'all now. Y'all might burn them Nike outfits, but y'all already bought them. You already bought them. Thank you. Thank you. It still counts. And Thank motherfuckers you. supporting Colin, the stock went up. So when these motherfuckers dropped, Nike knew ahead of the game that, yo, we, we controversy sells sells everything and these motherfucking Air Force One sold the fuck out quickly so black ones <laughs> one time for the uh, one time for Nike just to be ahead of the curve right two times for Colin Kaepernick get a sneaker deal he ain't even in the league he ain't even in the league only and, person with a sneaker deal not in the league is Kevin Hart and Kanye and Kobe Kobe got a sneaker deal but he was in the league though he Colin was. Kaepernick was in the league Yo, you know, he retired. <laughs> this motherfucker banned from the league, though. <laughs> He's getting the shoe deal. Yeah, so that's dope, man. One time for uh, 
one time Nike just being supportive and know that this controversy is gonna make them some money. Yes, I should have bought the Nike stock when it was at one fifteen. I know, right? Yeah, ah, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Right. But yeah, one time for Colin Cap. One time man. for Colin, man. I'm gonna have this. We going two years from now when the hype down down a little bit and be able to get them. <laughs> oh man, this next story is bad. <laughs> it's no, it's no easy way to say this one. Uh, a North Carolina paramedic, Joshua Huntersucker, uh, is accused of killing his wife with eye drops. A North Carolina paramedic uh, used eye drops to kill his wife to collect $250,000 life insurance payout after her death. Now, how you do that? Uh, well, she was kind of sick already. So, over time, he was slowly seek, uh He was giving her eye drops and her food, coffee, and stuff like that over time. Uh, Stacy Hunter sucked his wife. Come on, computer, laptop. See, this is why I use papers. They're more reliable than a laptop. All right. Stacy Huntersucker suffered some health issue at her home September 23rd, 2018, Green said. She was taken to a local hospital for treatment and eventually succumbed to the health issue. A Department of Insurance agent and the medical investigators tested virals of her blood and found high levels uh, ooh, you ain't gonna give me to try to pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> Tetrahydroxyline, close enough, which is one of the active ingredients in a certain eye drop medicine that you would use to clear your eyes. Green did not say how authorities believe she was poisoned. A toxicologist and cardiologist advised that the medication could cause heart stoppage or failure in a short time span. Investigators believe Honeysucker poisoned his wife, caused the death, and uh, investigators are ruling out uh, suicide. So, yeah. He did that shit. Well, that's fucked up. That's the evil way to kill him off. Eye drops, my G. Eye drops. How'd they catch him, though? Because the test, you know, when you... Uh, you know, the for insurance payouts, they gonna test. Mm-hmm. I need to test all them blood work, all of that shit. I need to make sure this is all natural. And then, like, one of the active ingredients that's in eye drops was extremely high. Like, through the roof high. You gotta watch. He gotta watch Snap. Like He's a not, paramedic! You're not watching Snap. Like, you need to know, <laughs> like, these, you gotta do antifreeze in the, in the yellow Gatorade, motherfucker. You know like, you're not, you, know. you got no levels of motherfucking toxins. Like, you're not watching enough Snap. Pay attention in school. You know, parent school taught you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. You got caught on some dumb shit. Some dumb shit. Not that it was right. But, you know, so you did get caught on some dumb shit. Paramedic using eye drops to kill his wife. That's some shit that you see on TV like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, Nick Gordon. Former boyfriend of Bobby Christina dies at the age of 30 from apparent overdose, allegedly. Yeah. That's a tragic story, though, man. Tragic all the way around. Come full circle. When you look at the whole whole storyline of this, like, it's such somebody, I don't know, I feel like somebody should have been 
and write State of Mind to intervene somewhere. Somewhere. Like, if, when Whitney passed, somebody should wrap their arms around Bobby Christina. Twice and on then, Sunday. I don't really have no type of feels towards Gordon because of the allegations of he was involved with it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, for him to have an overdose too, like somebody need to wrap around their arms around everybody involved with this situation, everybody. man. Somebody check on Bobby. Facts. Somebody check on Bobby right now. Facts. I mean, goddamn. This is crazy, man. Just the, like, we're not too far removed. Where's what? How long Whitney been dead now? It was the Grammys a minute ago. But even then, I still don't think Whitney should have died. No one wrapped their arms around Whitney. When you first, y'all always thought it was funny and shit, the drugs that was on on the Bobby and Whitney show. And then guess what? She did now. Now her daughter followed the footsteps dead. Now the little young man that Whitney technically did try to adopt and bring her into his home. Yeah, it was some crazy stuff going around. But still, this young man is dead too. Drugs overdose. Shit ain't right, man. Check on your people, man. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a tragic story. Very tragic story, man. Very tragic. Wow. Crazy. Kinda knew it was coming though. I didn't see that coming. I mean, shit. But the the backlash he caught on the whole Bobby Christina shit. Right. I mean, somebody should have been in this corner. Right, because he was ruled liable for her death. Right, yeah, he was involved. Like, they had, you know, I mean, and and just social media in itself, like, pointing the finger at him, and he never, I don't know. It's just, the whole whole storyline is fucked up. And... You know, you just gotta look at everybody involved, man. Wrap your arms around these motherfuckers because right. somebody called Bobby. This shit gotta stop. Right, for real, for real. It's all involved around drugs and and suicide, allegedly, and overdoses and shit. Like, come on, dog. I got leading pills and perks alone, man. For real, for real. This shit's crazy. All right, so you know the story about the uh, Little Rock police officer who shot the young black man. Uh, on camera, right? Jumped on the hood and dumped in, in his windshield All that extra and shot shit. him. Yeah, so thought he was in a Bad Boys Three movie, right? Trying to get a uh, a cameo, so he he got fired from the Little Rock Police Department, right? So uh, Pulaski County Circuit uh, Judge Tim Fox, his name is Tim Fox, uh, reinstated him. Said the police department has to, uh, you know, bring him back on the force. Saying that, you know, he'd be suspended for 30 days without pay was enough. And he'd be reduced to entry-level pay on the salary. It should be enough uh, reprim- uh, be reprimanded for what he did. Now, you didn't shot a whole human. Whole-ass human. On camera. You, you, Five times. You, you avoided all protocols. They didn't train you to jump on hoods and shoot through windshields. None of this shit. But his his idea was like he he de- he got what he deserved uh, as far as him being suspended without pay. Bullshit. Bring him back on the, on the, on the force. Bullshit. That's bullshit, man. Complete bullshit. And That's horrible. I, That's I, just fucking horrible. I think that you know it shows of lack of compassion. Right. And, you know, your judgment as a judge is suspect, to say the least. <laughs> At the minimal. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. It, these, when you get verdicts like this instantly, I think you got to open up a case on the judge, man. Somebody needs to investigate the judges. Like, what's going on here? 
look into his previous judgments. And right, because like, this is not a just judge. A judge yeah. uh, case. What, what's, what, just verdict. Give me right. <laughs> this is just not right. That's just a horrible thing. You putting this man back on the street to kill somebody else's baby. Yeah, Charles Starks. And I'm highly upset because uh, I appreciate all the, 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 the street team and, and the people on the, on the front lines protesting and, you know, bringing light to the situation where it's fucked up that right. he needs to get up out of there. When right. they got up out of there, like, okay, cool. Salute the they, police they, chief for testifying he didn't need to get his job back. They didn't they didn't convict him as far as murder, but he lost his job. But they now a judge wanna bring him back. Like, look, I say this on previous podcasts, but how are these police officers still walking the beat in the same streets how? they fucking up in? Facts. You're not making the streets better. You're making them worse. You're causing more distrust in the police, more distrust in the uh, system. The judicial system is a fucking joke. It's just, man, it's just fucking horrible, man. Real talk, what is it going to take? What is it going to take? Yeah. So I don't, I don't advocate any violence. I just know that don't walk on my streets, sir. Please. Yeah, it's not. This is not this this is not cool. I'm acting like I ain't got a rear view camera. This is not cool. Not back in my driveway. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, police officer name is Charles Starks. So you see Officer Starks, that's the nigga that killing niggas. That's the niggas cause you need to move your ass around. Yeah. Cause he killing. And getting awarded for it. But they do have a You need uh, to go get a job at Trader Joe's and leave this police force alone. They have an opportunity to uh appeal the court the judge's decision. And you know, hopefully they'll 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 do the right thing, and you know, not put this man back on the police force because he has no business not carrying now. a gun. Not now, another. Yeah, <laughs> it don't make no damn sense. That's, oh man, I hate that man. Make us all look bad. Dang, that's just, uh. boy. When they gonna? When my people gonna get justice? You really wonder that. You really wonder. Every time we take two steps forward, get knocked down, fall back. I'm like, God damn. Anyway, um, what you got? Uh, I was reading this story, but it kind of happened way back in November. Uh, on Tuesday, though, uh, she got a ring. Uh, but basically, uh, daycare owner was arrested after 26 kids were found behind false walls. A Colorado woman was accused of hiding 26 children behind a false wall at a daycare center after arrested for investigation of misdemeanor child abuse. Carla Faith, 58, was arrested Monday in Colorado Springs on suspicion of two counts of reckless child abuse without injury and a single count of trying to influence a public servant. Uh, the El Paso County court records show. Three employees, Caitlin Nelson, Christina Swagger, Valerie Vasquez were arrested on related charges. So basically, they uh, hid a bunch of kids that was collecting them checks with the kids. Had 26 of them hid behind a false wall when police went there to go investigate. It was a six weeks investigation to find these damn kids. So the kids were still alive, though? Yeah, they were still alive. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You thought they were dead? Shit, you hide a motherfucker behind <laughs> a wall. Ball, a false wall. I was like, are they dead? Like, Shit, I thought he had bodies like uh, episode of The Wire. 
She posted a three thousand dollar bond though, bro. <laughs> that was it. That was it, man. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> Is she a daycare worker? Yeah, she was the owner. So why are you hiding kids? Like, don't they got to go home to their parents? Because it's like a certain capacity that you're going to have in there at one time. Oh, so, so they come and check, check on them. Check on them. Y'all the let motherfuckers get behind this wall. Get behind this wall. Yeah. Yeah, it was 26 of us. So you can imagine how many was out publicly. Yeah. <laughs> that house was rookie. <laughs> Shit. Ooh, what that smell like in there. That's crazy. Like pissing them on you. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> Ooh, I bet you spiked it up. Yeah, that's my last story. Um, I want to give a shout out to Eddie Murphy and his Saturday Night Live episode. Salute Eddie Murphy, man. The For real. Came back to Saturday Night Live and... Had I mean I enjoy I don't watch Saturday Night Live a lot right if something happened that's cool I watch it on YouTube but I'm not sitting down watching Saturday Night Live like ever yeah but I um, had a ball watching that bitch man Eddie was on that motherfucker I sat down and watched it it was funny Uh, he did a great job yeah you know it was it was funny to the point where the other characters came out of character you know when they, they they broke character and shit it was it was just funny. And I just I'm just happy to see this man back on the stage. And what I appreciate the most is his dig on Bill Cosby. Oh man, it was the opening monologue was so classic. I'm looking forward to this Netflix special. It was great, man. It was awesome. Awesome. The funny he said, you know, um, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a stay at home dad. I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a it's crazy that I'm America's uh, something. He was into the effect of that, like back in the day when I first started. You know, when I was in there, you would never have thought that you know I'm a stay at home dad, and and he'll be in jail, and Bill Cosby in jail, right? <laughs> if you know the backstory between Bill Cosby and Eddie Murphy, that's hilarious. That's hilarious, that's man. Hilarious. That's coming full circle. Yeah, that's full circle. That's full circle yeah. right there. Like, <laughs> I die, man. What I appreciate is that he actually took the shot, right? Like you he got to. He took the shot. He ain't just off that, jump. He ain't at that moment just slide away. Like nah. I'm gonna let you know about it. I'm gonna let you know. And Open then, it my law. I'm gonna let you know. And then his his Bill Cosby's publicist uh, said that uh, Eddie Murphy is a uh, like a Hollywood coon <laughs> for you know him saying making them statements. And Questlove on Twitter had the funniest response, like, Eddie, uh, Bill Cosby still got a publicist? <laughs> like, how, Sway? How, Sway? How? How? But I, I enjoyed this shit. And then you had, he brought out uh, Chris Rock, Dave, Dave Chappelle, Chappelle, Tracy Morgan, uh, Keenan. That uh, Ken- the way Keenan came out was so perfect. Yeah. I don't care if it was staged or not. That white boy was about to come up to, uh-uh, uh-uh, we're not doing this. I mean, no, I mean, this, sir. It's not your time. All right, move along, move along. And Kenan, a lot of people were trying to give Kenan a uh, little jazz time about he don't deserve to be in that picture. Kenan been in some work, man, for our generation especially. Well, Kenan held Saturday Night Live down forever. Ever. 
like if if anybody who had the longest running on Saturday Night Live, it was him. Right. But what 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 the what bothers me is that Keenan was that was like when they showed a picture of uh the four of them on the stage and it's like why y'all gonna crop you gonna diddy crop Keenan out this picture. Right. Well, to be honest, Keenan came later. He wasn't even the fourth, fifth person on the stage. He was right. the sixth person. Sixth on the person. Stage. And while the moment is happening, everybody geeked up. We taking yeah, pictures. Yeah, taking pictures. So it wasn't like you cropped him out. He wasn't even on stage when motherfuckers was taking pictures of that shit. Right. So it wasn't like he was knocking him. He just wasn't there yet. Mind you, we are not used to seeing that many of our people on stage at one time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Normally that does not happen. Especially on Saturday Night Live. That much blackness. Yeah. That was a beautiful moment. It was dope, man. It was the funny. This is comedy to me, though. This is right. funny, though, because he was like, uh, Dave Chappelle, like, you're now looking at uh, 50% of Netflix budget. And then oh, God. Chris Rock was like, thank you, Netflix. And and, and Eddie Murphy like, thank you, Netflix. And then uh, Trace Morgan like, not me. I got he's my like, tour. He said, "I got my, I got my money off a tour. I mean, I got, I got my, uh, I got my money on the road." Yeah. Eddie Murphy's like, "Oh, you talking about touring?" He's like, "No, I got hit by a truck." <laughs> and the level of humor that is. Oh, even Eddie was cracking up laughing, like, trying to hold it in. Like when you when you take tragedy and make it to uh, a joke, that's what comedy is, yeah. though, man. Like that was classic comedy, and right Dave there. Dave Chappelle's reaction was like, "Well." <laughs> That shit was too fucking funny, too man. Too funny. Oh, man. Salute, man. Yeah, that was dope ass Salute, show. Eddie, man. We need more of that. That let you know. If, you know, if you have a question or doubt what people want to see, they want to see more of us on there, man. The real comedians, the good shit. The other ones, y'all, y'all, y'all white it down so damn much sometimes. Like, bring your peoples on here, man. You'll laugh. Promise you, you'll laugh. I laugh. Yeah, I couldn't wait for Black Jeopardy. I didn't know which character he was going to have. Because <laughs> Eddie got so damn many characters, he could have pulled out any one of them from his movies. Man, salute. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. Huh? Want to take a quick commercial break? Sure. Shot, it's your birthday. We'll be right back. It's a new Central Arkansas car wash. Our technicians are passionate about improving the aesthetic appeal of your vehicle. Imperial glass, truck vacuum, wheel clean, rims, tire shine, and tri-foam with clear coat protected. We'll have your ride looking and smelling like new. So drive to impress at Econo Auto Detail. Discounts and appointments available. Reach out at 501-612-3777. Follow us at Econo Auto Detail or EconoAutoDetail.com. Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys, she can create it. Check her out on Facebook or RG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find her on Facebook or IG, Addicted Craft. You know one simple thing that people regret that they should do but they don't because they say they don't have enough time or they don't have enough energy? It's getting chopped up, getting your dude right, getting that new swag about yourself. You need a haircut. 
You need to get styled properly. And you know who does that? Christopher Stout, one of the best in the business. You can find him at Throwback Cuts at 102 West South Street in Benton, Arkansas. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment. Get styled right. Leave there feeling like a brand new person. I promise you, you will feel better once Chris gets you styled properly. Have a new look about yourself. Feel good about yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Treat yourself. Holler at Chris Staff. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment now. Now let's get back to it. Act two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We back. We are back. Hey, it's my favorite time. It's time for movies and TV shows. Yes, sir. And I can finally say, Without a doubt, mm-hmm. I finished Watchmen. I'm caught up. Okay. I'm all the way in there. All the way up. All the way up. So now we can let the spoilers fly. What you think about it? Man, that shit was a bit hard, bro. It did. It really did, man. It, did. it was hard to get through the first couple of episodes, man. The racism was so strong. It was, it was thick. It was very thick, Lord. Mm-hmm. It was thick all the way through, but it was extra disrespectful thick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Through that thing. Yeah. But uh, it's picked up. You stuck with the story, you know. It got good. It got good. I was very happy and mad at the same time with the ending. I'm like, why did you shoot the goddamn gun? All this shit could have been solved. It been over. Yeah. You know. So uh, that was frustrating for me. My but. thing with Watchmen is that I didn't. I I don't know the backstory of it. There was a, a comic book. There was a t. There's a movie about it. Right. So I don't know all that. So when I'm watching it, fresh on the scene, I didn't know there was a whole different superhero element to it. Oh yeah, all of this. Did shit. not know that. Yeah. So I'm watching like it's gonna be like uh, uh, in my mind it's gonna be a goddamn uh, a history lesson. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, none of that. Some reparations <laughs> going yeah, on. No, no, nah, nah, y'all niggas trying to bring a whole goddamn X Men, X Men, X Men on my ass. <laughs> And I'm thinking like, yo, we gonna kill some white people over this Tulsa shit. Yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. What we riding on them over this Tulsa yeah, shit though? On some motherfucking Harriet Tubman, goddamn, uh, you know, revolution type shit. No, right. y'all, 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 y'all got y'all brought me in with the goddamn Tulsa shit, right? And then snuck some X Men on my ass real quick, like, oh yeah, yeah. but you watched. watched it. Yeah, I was here for it. I was here for it. So Watchmen picks up uh, into the future after the movie. And you know the lead detective woman, well, she her character was in the movie okay. as well. And at the time, she was still young. And then she found out that uh, her dad raped her mom. They were her mom and dad were both superheroes, mm. and that's how she uh, came to the world. And then she found this out later, so she was done with heroes and all they lying and shit. And then she was she used to date Doctor Manhattan back in the day in that movie. That was uh, them two were together. Okay, in love. And I guess that time of the moment he said, "Well, it's time for a new bitch." You yeah. know what I'm saying? So this show is the prequel or post? The post. Okay. It's in the future. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's in the future. Gotcha. And uh, and the whole story behind Regina King's character it was, it was so dope. And the way they do it with it to the bar now. I got to use some of them moves, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he, he was cold with it. Cold with it, man. Yeah. Cold with it. He was like, you going to go to dinner with me. 
Yeah. Tomorrow night. How? How are you going to? And he told the complete truth. <laughs> oh, man. That was the call with it. I was so happy there was so many black characters. You know what I'm saying? They, and they black, black characters. And <laughs> blue cheeks and all. <laughs> and this one bothers me, though. When I'm watching this show. Right. And the. When he he put the hood on, he was the what was his name the hooded, whatever he was, All right? And the gay scene, unnecessary. It was not necessary. Not necessary. At I don't all. think it had anything to do with anything. Nothing to do with nothing. And I was talking to Miranda uh, on social media about it. Shout out to Miranda. I was like, she like you gonna be pissed off when you see this scene. I'm no, like, I was. I'm like, all right, let me see. Like, what that had to do with anything? That had nothing to do with nothing. He was a whole superhero. Whole superhero out right here. He, he got to be gay with a white man. With a white man, too. The whitest of white men, too. I mean. Come on, man. Why? Why? Nobody asked for that. Nobody asked for that. They could have just been friends, and he could have got betrayed by his friend. You know, easy, simple. Yeah, you always got to throw the gay element in there. I mean, it's God not, damn. What even need it? It's like whenever it's a strong black character yeah. doing heroic shit, hold on, wait a minute. You yeah. got to either make him gay, disability. And not that gay is a disability, but you got to add it in there somehow. You got to throw something Just in there. Just let it be a strong black male character, man. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. not like because they never went back and referred to it later. It has nothing to do with nothing. Nothing. In the future, he wasn't liking white niggas then. Man, None nothing. of that shit. They ain't adopt no Asian child. The nothing. white dude didn't come back in the end and help nobody out. It had nothing to do with nothing. Nothing to do with nothing. All the white boy did was leave him his house. You could have been my friend and left me a house. You didn't have to show me digging the back out of the white boy. At all. All the love fucking up my family. Oh man, it was horrible. It was unnecessary. Unnecessary. Though. And then you show this dude that was so principled and loving his life, his family, and you know, all that. Then all of a sudden, you know what? He did step out on it with a whole dude, though. Yeah. No, wait a minute. You could have just kept him strong, man. Yeah. It wasn't even needed, man. That's that that piss. That was forced. That was that very was much forced. forced. Hard forced too. Yeah. Threw up the whole storyline. I was like, I could have done without all this part right here. That, I don't think that had nothing to do with the story. Nah, not a damn thing. No. Not one damn thing did they have to do with the story. Ah, that just drives me when they do that, man. Just, just if it's okay with y'all, just for once, just give us a strong black male character in a, a TV show. That's it's a good person mm-hmm. and stands up for good uh, things. He gonna catch some L's, but I just want to see him just do good. I don't need all the sex and shit added to it. The extras, no, just keep it simple. Yeah, straight to the point. You know why? Uh, what's the movie with Denzel? Is so good. Well, most of Denzel movies are so good because he's a strong black character. Don't go for that fuck shit. Right. Not none of his movies he is on that fuck shit. I can't think of one. Not one. That's why we like Denzel. Because yeah. he represents for a strong black male. And representation matters in media and TV and uh, people's life, especially in the world we live in now where everything's on TV and you believe it if it's true, if it's online. Even when he was on and he got game and he was uh, abusive and alcoholic with the jail and shit, you gave him all that shit, but you still respected Denzel. You respected him. For his, you know, his 
what he did for his child. Right. Like, you know, I might have went to jail. I might have fucked up, but I'm still here for you. I'm still here. And, you know, you can't, you don't look down to jail for that. But that right there, you forced that into that you damn storyline. It was not necessary. It was not at all. One needed. No. One needed. I could have did without that. Completely. Actually, you could have even made... The storyline could have even been, he could have gave her a sister or a little brother, you know, with his wife instead of wasting time fucking his white boy. You know what I'm saying? He could have even added more dimension to the story, added some more characters. What you do? What you do? I'm just glad you didn't do it to Dr. Manhattan. Thank God. (laughs) Thank God. I really would have been pissed then. (laughs) It's like, y'all fucking up everybody. Yeah. Glad you didn't make Regina gay. Shit. And Tom's a strong black woman. Oh, uh, yeah, but she like other women more than she like me. Girl power. I mean, no shade if it is, but just, you know, just a simple storyline for us, too. Y'all got shows. We want shows. And I get most of the uh, alphabet people control arts because that's their thing. Yeah. That's, 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 that's no shade, but we want our representation, too. Just like y'all want to be seen, we want to be seen. Black people not even allowed to have their rights yet. And you want us to fight for your rights. Like, as a human being, I'm not allowed to have rights. You're not allowed to have rights because people are petty of your sexual desire. Black is hard. Black male is hard. We want representation, too. Shit. Yeah, definitely. God damn. That's reminds me of that Dave Chappelle uh, uh, joke when he said the car ride. Everybody trying to get that shit. They are like, yo, can you throwing up the progress. Can we get equal rights as humans first? Jesus, once you get enough of us to vote, I bet you some shit could change. <laughs> shit. Or enough of us in power. Right. Yeah. Damn. So yeah, that was my biggest beef with it. But other than that, everything was good, man. I liked the I show. Liked it. I liked it. Yeah. I still liked it. Yeah. So um, what else I'm watching? Um, Mandalorian, uh, Star Wars uh, prequel, Baby Yoda. Finished that. Shout out Dre. Shout out uh, Maurice. They they really got into Mandalorian. <laughs> so bend up binge watching that bitch twice. <laughs> it was pretty good, man. I liked it. Good little action movie, little Star Wars. Baby Yoda, my G, man. I, I would raise him. <laughs> I would raise him. He cool ass kid, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he got the power of the force already. He's 50 years old, but he's still a baby. Yeah. So uh, the the assassin, the Mandalorian, he's an assassin. He, he basically raised Yoda. Mm-hmm. And so the little chick walked up on uh, Mandalorian a little too quick, took an apple from him as a joke. She was just playing with him. Baby Yoda, Yoda choked the shit out of her ass. Like, hey, don't be taking my damn fool. You crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he went, yo, yo, she cool, bro. She cool. She was like, oh, it's serious in here. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, I ain't playing with you. <laughs> <laughs> baby Yoda wasn't going, man. It's, you know, my little ugly little baby. He's a cute little baby, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> cute little ugly ass. Look Cute little ugly ass. Right? I see his little Petey Patty feet walking around here now. <laughs> yeah, I like Mandalorian, so check it out. I'm going to have to watch it then. Yeah, man, it was cool. It got some little action in it, you know, some jokes in it, so it's pretty cool. People die, <laughs> so that's always good. Yeah. They ain't one of them make-believes. Uh, what's the other show that I uh, watch? Oh, Godfather Harlem. 
Yeah. I'm on episode five. Okay. I'm, I'm almost through. Good deal. You know, I was, it was a lot of TV. You know, we had time off. Yeah. I was able to get some binge watching in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Godfather, you finished it already? Yeah, I finished it. Ah! Bastard. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's dope, man. It's good. How do you feel about um, the way his wife communicates, the way they have that communication? Because she, uh, even when he got out, first got out of prison, she was like, hey, 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 I feel like I know you're going back to get your streets in order. When you come to this house, you talk to me. And you tell me, do you think she's asking too much from uh, Sean? Or do you think she's asking with saying the right things? I just think that it's a. Uh it's a release for him. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, once he went to prison and he got back out, she, you know, she's not going for that fuck shit. Like, I'm going to be here with you, but you're going to have to be 100 with me. Right. And that's just like a, like a, a ride or die right there. Ride or die. Like, you know, whatever you got this going through, whatever you got going on, I need to know so I don't even have no surprises. Right. And, Niggas need that in their life, though. They need somebody to be like, look, I know you getting it in. understand that. But at the same time, you got a whole family over here. Right. This is home. Yeah. So you you either let me in or you don't fuck with me. I love to keep that heat on them. Yeah. I love the fact you keep that heat on them. So I think that it it gives him a, a little outlet, somebody to, you know, you know, bounce some shit off of. Yeah. I like that dynamic. Yeah. That's that's pretty dope. Yeah. And that's what you need. Like You don't need, like, to be actually in the streets, mm-hmm. and then you gotta hide yourself from somebody that you lay down with. Right, that just don't make no damn sense. Yeah, so you lie to them streets, you don't lie at home. Yeah, so that get that gives me a little outlet. So I think it's dope. She a rider. She a rider. She a motherfucking rider. I like her, and she fine. Boy, yeah. <laughs> boy, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so another element of the movie, a TV show that just already the foreshadowing, I already knew it, and I. I I ain't finished yet, but I already know. This little white girl is going to be the damnation of Harlem, as usual. Facts. I already know when a white girl is involved, a horny little teenage white girl is involved, everybody finna suffer because of this white bitch. Yeah. I already know. So when she first went missing, I knew she was, I, I bet she even fucking this dude. Boom. Fuck it. Not only that, this dumb motherfucker gets got saved, gets sent away. Yeah, he brings his ass back on the bus. I said, oh, you, you ain't making out of Harlem after this. This is your last bus ride right you here. Bring your goofy ass back. You brought your goofy ass back up in here. Yeah. Oh man, I swear, I, I, I ain't for you know um, abuse to children, but I think a lot of white girls, especially horny teenage white girls. Need shot callers. <laughs> I really do. Need some at, at people. At, at, you know at. what I'm saying? And the GPS tracker put in them at yeah. all times. Because yeah. they love to run away. Yeah. We got black girls in the streets getting kidnapped. White girls run away for the... Uh, you made peas instead of green beans for dinner? I hate it here. Going over to Hakeem. <laughs> he makes real macaroni and cheese. And do nasty stuff. He do nasty stuff. This thing is big. Yeah, <laughs> I love it there. I know my father would hate that. I know he does. Now I'm just gonna drive my father. I really don't care about nobody else here but me. But I'm gonna make it seem like I really care about other people. And the mo- and dude's mother was a G though, man. She she like, look, I see what's going on. You gonna let this white bitch take you down, right? And I see it coming. This demon, that white you, demon, you got a hold of him. You don't see what she doing to you. 
Don't even see it. Nose mm-hmm. all open. All the way open. All the way up. And it's not like you wasn't just in the South to see how they the white people treat you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just know it's going to get way worse. I just know it is. Yeah. That's, that's yeah I the Harlem is dope to me. It is. Uh, this is a dope show. But it, it, it shows you the dynamic of, you know, white people and black people and, you know, uh, just money and the have-nots and just just the position of power. Power. I love that this black man is able to walk through these Italian streets and not give a fuck. Like, no, you you took one of mine. You owe me one, bro. Yeah, he a man. <laughs> he a man. 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 Well, you owe me one. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Oh, boy, he embarrassed that boy. <laughs> he cut his nose. A throat ass naked. <laughs> First he shot his legs out there and cut his throat. I thought he was gonna maybe let him live. Like, nope, no witnesses. <laughs> Girl, you better go down south somewhere. <laughs> and I think it's cool they bring the whole uh the Malcolm X part of it. Oh it yeah, that's young dope. Malcolm element. X. It gets dope as it goes, as it progress, and it foreshadows kind of how uh how they say, quote unquote, how they say Malcolm X's demise was. Mm. But, you know, it shows his increase in power, right. how he uh, ascends in the, the nation, and, you know, how they felt about it. So I just think it's because I seen the, I read, I read Malcolm X's book, I seen mm. the movie, and then just to see that side of it is just, you know, it's just dope. As, it really adds to the uh, culture and the, and, you know, we was forced to read these books uh, when we was younger. Mm-hmm. But now I really appreciate It's like, okay, I get to see it and see the real story. Yeah. Well, a close uh, depiction of it, you yeah. know. And it's not something that, you know, normally back then they'll sugarcoat the movies. And, like, yeah, and somebody didn't like them. And we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Who didn't like them and why? It's a reason behind this. Yeah. And I think if that's explained to a lot of our people, younger people, and detailed uh, at a younger age, like the teenage adolescent years when you're forming your mind on how to have relationships with people, I think that's just a wonderful tool, just uh, a wealth of knowledge. Because a lot of people don't know how to interact with people at all. You know, have an intelligent conversation. And you don't have to fight all the time to make your points cross. Exactly. That's facts. That's facts. Yeah, for real. Um... Last but not least, I haven't had a chance to see it yet. It's on my back burner. But Netflix TV show, I think this is in its second season. Uh, everybody's going crazy about it online. It's called You. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm going to check it out, see what it is. Uh, I was told, in my mind, I, th- I was like, it's just another white boy, Dexter. But I heard it's not. So I was like, wait, it's not a Dexter? What, what he doing? <laughs> he just killing people? He's stalking a bitch? I don't know. So I'm going to check it out, see what it is. I'm on episode three of the first season. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's Dexter to me right now. Um, okay, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but he's 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 on a whole different level of creep for me. So I'm like, I was good on it, but when I posted on social media, everybody's like, just keep watching, dog. Yeah. And I was like, when Kim tell me watch a movie or watch a TV show, I'm watch it because she knows what I like. Right. And she ain't been she ain't let me wrong yet. But right. I'm like, I don't want to see this though. It's not. <laughs> I don't care enough for it. It's but, like it's like Watchmen all over again. You got to get past. But now I'm so into it that 
I just want to see what he's going to do now. I got to see. I got to see what's going to happen. Yeah, because, you know, it start off creepy on social media. Like, I mean, I be creepy on social media, so I get right. that. I, I relate to that. But, right. You know, some extra shit, I don't really know what. It's a little It's a little too much. Okay. So, I'm, I'm going I'm to keep watching, though. Right. And everybody going crazy for the second season, so apparently it's. Apparently it's, it went up to another level. It's a whole other level, so I right. guess if you're into that, you're into that. Right. I'm going to have to check it out, catch up on it. Uh, as far as the anime world goes, uh, I know a lot of people don't know this, but this week between uh, Thanksgiving and New Year's, uh, usually the first week of is this that odd period, they don't drop no new anime. Everything wraps up their seasons uh, the week before. And if you missed it, it was a lot of good uh, season finales. Uh, Fire Force went hard. They dropped two back-to-back. So it's really an hour-long season finale. Uh, Black Clover gave you one good one, and um, One Piece was going hard. And who else had a good season finale? Oh, My Hero Academia. Uh, they wrapped up pretty damn good too. So hopefully a lot of them come back in uh, uh, January. But I'm very happy to say that One Piece finally dropped the Stampede movie. It's the raw version, so if you're not just really a uh, a real anime watcher is going to probably be a struggle for you. You probably have to wait a week to get the uh, dub version. But I'm very proud of myself at this point in my life where I can honestly say I watched this mo- pretty much all of it. I got to finish it. But I watched this whole movie in complete Japanese, raw. And I damn near understood everything that they were saying. Now, I can't translate for everybody. Yeah. But I know what was going on what they were saying. I'm just sitting there in amazement like, Damn, I know what the fuck they're saying. What the fuck going on? Yeah. It was crazy. It was a weird moment. It was like a Rosetta Stone moment for me. Yeah. It's like, do I know Japanese? Do I know it? Nah, I'm just familiar with the movie, the characters. <laughs> so I, yeah. I pretty much can know what they're saying and shit. So. But I'm still proud of myself, nevertheless. It's a moment. That's you know a, what I'm saying? A Japanese movie? I was all wrong. I'm unbothered by it. Like, mm, okay. I see what you said there. You know, baka. And I can just throw a Japanese out. I just felt very proud of myself for this moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The culmination. Start the year off right. You can watch Japanese movies. And now, without even needing dubs or subtitles. Yeah. And as long as I know it. <laughs> I'm familiar with the characters. Oh, man. And yeah, that's all my TVs and movies uh, for the week. Yeah, I ain't watch anything else besides that. <laughs> besides you, that's my new thing right now. You, you is my new thing. You, okay, I'm out. I'm I'm in there now. I'm out to check it out. Man, what's the music scene looking like over there? Um, uh, so on music, um, <laughs> what I listen to? I listen to. Uh, we've been gone for a minute, so I listen to. That's some nice stuff. Drop. I listen to Cameron. Uh, Purple Haze 2 and uh, I'm not really a big Cameron fan I don't know if I spoke about this already or not if I did you're going to hear it again so I don't, I'm not a big Cameron fan or a Dipset fan but I was a fan of my homeboys a fan of them so I always had to listen to Dipset when that was a big thing I had to listen to Cameron when it dropped Weezy the right. big Cameron fan so I, I listen to Cameron as a fan in the stands I'm not, you know, just searching for Cam. If you drop some, I'm going to fuck with it. Right. Just like my nigga DJ put me on E40. 
and he made me listen to all 100 E40 albums. <laughs> now I'm an E40 fan. You got to be down. Just because I'm going to fuck with it because I know I know how you know how he sounds. So I'm an E40 fan. So Cameron dropped Purple Haze 2, and Cameron, he he got him one. I don't say he got him a, a, a hit, right. but I fuck with it. Oh, it's like that. I fuck with it. Cameron made me run three tracks back. Like, let's oh. do it. I had to play it back. Like, damn, Cameron, you was in your motherfucking bag on this one. <laughs> yeah, time today, cuz. Cameron did this shit. And I, I'm a fan of it because Cameron, and it, when I listen to older rappers, it's my biggest thing. When I listen to older rappers that's been in the game for a minute, I want to hear some progression. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear you still on the corner selling dope. I want to hear some shit that, you know, I can relate to as right. I progress in your career. Right. I want something that's progressing with me. Yeah, Cameron did that. Like when Jim Jones dropped his, Jim Jones did that. He wasn't talking about selling dope. He was talking about the repercussions of selling dope and where he's at from it. Mm-hmm. Cameron was just, he's still a fly nigga. He's still rapping about being fly and bitches love him and shit like that. But he wasn't like he was in the streets still. Right, right. He's been married in the voice by now. <laughs> so his, his uh, and think about Cameron, he keeps a high pitch sample on his album. Like, Always, it's coming. It's some squeaky voice sample, high pitch, fast speed on his his album. That's his niche. So uh, I like that shit. I played it twice, man. I, I like the Cameron Purple Haze too. I was a fan of it. Uh, salute to you, Cam. Um, Gucci Mane, uh, East Atlanta Santa Gucci. 3. Uh, now I, I'm not a big Gucci fan. <laughs> I'm really not. But Gucci makes hits. He makes hits. Gucci makes Hater hits. Hater the love. He's making a hit. And Gucci is the reason this whole Atlanta, this new wave of Atlanta artists is out. Like right. Gucci, right. Gucci found the Migos. So Gucci kind of got his own his 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 footprint. Very proud of Gucci, man. He's come full circle he too. Yes, yes. This uh East Atlanta Center three is is hard. I like it. He dropped one of the uh, singers on on Instagram uh, that like around Christmas morning or night. I was rocking to that bug. <laughs> Man, it's it's pretty dope. And I listened to only to it once. My favorite song in that motherfucker is Mr. Wop. That shit is hard. I listened uh. to it like I listened to it like five times. <laughs> yeah, so I I give I give uh East Atlanta Santa. I give it a thumbs up. Uh, let me see what else I went to. Let me keep scrolling. I went back and listened to. I've been I've been assembling my little winter 2019 mix, mm-hmm. as they say. And I really went back and listened to this one song, and I I don't give it to this young man enough, you know, because you know he does things. But that damn Drake, emotionless song. I was really listening to it bar for bar, mm-hmm. especially that first verse. That boy said some things, though. He, he really let some stuff out. Yeah. I liked that one. I really did. I really did. And then I've been back on my Nipsey. I've, I've just really just been binge, binge listening to Nipsey. Nipsey and Wale. <laughs> I've been just going back binge listening to them. Yeah. Okay, nobody said that Wale love, hate song. Bars. Bars. He spoke some shit. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, that Drake emotionless is, is is ridiculous. That emotionless is it's stupid. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. And I went back and of course it's on the the very first song on here though. Uh, 
is Meek Mill, that damn Blue Notes. Mm-hmm. I love that damn song. I swear to God, I love that damn song. I can still hear that thing on repeat. I don't know why. I guess I'm a, uh, I like those dramatic type songs that, uh, that when they just ride the beat. Oh man, that's my that's my bag right there. Probably why I'm a UGK fan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I love that type of feel for music right there. I, I like that soulful mixed with the hip hop, that that good shit. That's yeah. that, I love that. That's my oh, we ride all day to that. You've been on a road trip. You know how we do. Yeah. You're going to hear a UGK album on this road trip. Thanks. You need to pick which one you want to listen to. We're going to listen to it. You want Dirty Money, Ride Dirty. Do you want the Bomb Beat Trill? You want the uh, the Pimp C? Which one you want? Because you're going to get one. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be singing country rap tunes on this road trip <laughs> uh, today. <laughs> We're going to get through a state, goddamn, before we uh, get to our destination. Just so you know. And these songs are all five. Five to seven minutes long. These are facts. <laughs> and it with skits. <laughs> so we're we going to get to your statements in uh, UGK. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Just know when it's my turn to drive. Man, you already know what album. What, what you put on, man? What you want? Thank mm. you. I, you can just do the greatest hits album. We can be cool with it, you know, as long as I get my 15 songs. Yeah. I don't need to hear them. Take your naps. Everybody take your naps. Be good. Navigator, you all right? Mm-hmm. Well, all right, we got a straightaway, man. Get your nap in. I got five songs. I'll wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good for now. You know what I'm saying? Well, we can need a road trip, man. Well, we taking another road trip in this bitch, man. Yeah, shit. We can, we can slide on Proto Junction, niggas, whatever. Ow! Yeah. All right, they got a KLC. <laughs> oh, they in there now. Oh, they booze you in it now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, man, KFC don't get enough credit because they, you know, slick, you know, have a very disturbed history. But, you know, one thing about KFC, they make some good coleslaw. Who the fuck eat coleslaw? We was talking about, no, it was, uh, I was watching this oh, YouTube. Oh, you a whole serial killer, dog. I was watching this YouTube video, um, this dude, the chef guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, this black uh, chef uh, guy, he picks a celebrity. Well, one of the celebrities he picked was E-40, and then he'll take a chef from some random hole-in-the-wall town, and uh, they'll go sample their foods, a lot of home chefs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he brought the comment up, you know, the comment about coleslaw, if you see it, throw it away. <laughs> you don't need it. But, you know, some people make some good coleslaw. Because mm. sometimes you just need a side. Like, my mama. Coleslaw, though? My mama make a cold coleslaw. That's, oh that thing fire. Man, coleslaw does not make it into our kitchen. I don't know how people eat coleslaw in real life. Oh, man, it's awesome. It is not. My mama's is awesome. Okay. I fuck with KFCs if I'm desperate. Uh, That's as far as I go as far as fast food or eating out coleslaw. I wasn't really impressed with too many other people's. But mom's is fine. Okay. I'm not. I never knock nothing. Mom make because oh, I know she, that. she's a, she's a beast in the in the kitchen. Right, that's why I can get down with it. Now I hear a lot of people though. I, don't, I mean, I don't think coleslaw should be allowed in the kitchen. I anymore, didn't know man. this many people had problem with coleslaw. Oh my god, this shit is terrible. That's horrible. I feel so bad for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> just because awesome. you go to Memphis, you be like, let me get a, a pulled pork sandwich. Like you want coleslaw on it, bitch? If you ever, <laughs> why would you, you do that to myself? It's a sign for me. No. No, no, no. Don't 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 coleslaw me nothing. Oh yeah. 
Sharon got to make it, though. Other than that, you know what I'm saying? I got you. Okay, you know, maybe a, a KFC. But, yeah, I fuck with it. But I didn't know that many people did not fuck with Coleslaw. I do not fuck with Coleslaw. <laughs> uh, who was he talking about? I forget. Coleslaw. Before that. No. Uh, Who's still KFC? on music? I don't know. Maybe. It was somewhere on music. I don't know. You start talking about coleslaw, nigga. <laughs> I, I kind of chimed out. <laughs> we talking about food. How do we get on food? Oh, I was talking about the day. Okay, yeah, I'm back now. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, I just, as far as I can remember back is uh, I was talking about the chef on YouTube that uh, had E40 and they go to different places. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, got sidetracked. Yeah, <laughs> sidetracked. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> Back to your music, though. Sorry. Um, I listened to... I tried to listen to Young Thug, uh, So Much Fun. And I'm not a Young Thug fan. Mm. And it's the kind of trend the last people I'm listening to. Because nothing, nobody really dropped nothing that I, I fuck with. But I like to listen to music. So I listen to Young Thug, uh, So Much Fun. And, uh, you know, I just don't... I mean, I get, I get, I get the music that Young Thug put together. Mm-hmm. I just don't like, I just don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> and I don't like, I don't like the sound. I don't like the alto to the soprano thing at all. Well, he don't do that the whole album. Like, he does no. that here and there. But I don't, it'll be, it'd be, it'll be good uh, if you're in the gym or some yeah, shit. Yeah, okay. Or if you like, just, if I'm, you know, just chilling around, just listening or playing PlayStation is in, in the, the background, background type shit. It, it's a Pandora, it comes up, but when it's too far. I fuck with it, I'm not gonna you out of skips. It. Yeah, so I will <laughs> <it's out> <laughs> skips. I will I, I listen to it and be like, okay, it's rocking, but I don't want when I'm listening, like I'm yeah. I got my music ear on. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm just not a young thug fan. I'm not a young thug fan, so I tried it. I got to like the sixth track. I'm like, all right, I, okay, cool. I get you. You put together good music, it's not for me. No shade at all. <laughs> no shade. But you know this right here, yeah, it's, it's just not for me. And the last thing I listened to was uh, uh, Jack Boys with uh, Travis Scott. Okay. Um, it's on the speaker. Oh, that's me. Who's that? Maybe somebody. <laughs> I, I turned mine down to one. Uh, uh, Jack Boys. It was cool though. Uh, I gotta do the history of who the fuck Jack Boys is. I might sound crazy, but the the, the album was dope. Like right. I I like I like the flow, and it's it's not that mumble rap new nigga shit. Mm -hmm. It is, but it's more like a lot of these motherfucking artists are just singing on their tracks. All right, they're singing rapping, and I get that. So that's the new thing. I got to just change my ears to it. But I can fuck with that. Right. I, I, I like the vibe to it. It's a whole different vibe. Chris and Trey Songz made that shit extra good now for them to do that, singing on the tracks. I wonder what they mix CDs. Because, you know, they put out some hard singing, rapping, mix CDs. I think Drake did that, though. Drake started that. Drake had to start that. Yeah, Drake, too. Drake started that whole, yeah. you know, singing on the tracks. I mean, you know, his. To make it cool for a rapper to do right, it. Right, right. Like, historically speaking, Bone Thugs did that. Bone Thugs is the real guy. You know, um, that made it cool to do it. But as far as that emotional rap, right? the emotional singing, I think Drake is like, you know. Did you listen to, did you watch that, that podcast? 
Damn it, that's what I was that supposed rap to watch. Podcast. I knew it was something I was supposed to watch. So that Drake, rap was, Drake was on that Rap Radar podcast, and I just, you know, I think it was... Shout out to the Marie rapper singing. The podcast... <laughs> I mean, Drake spoke on a lot of topics. Drake got a lot of things that's been coming coming his way, and I ain't seen a lot of interviews with Drake. Well, I've not seen a lot at all, not in depth long. Yeah, so he gave him he, he opened up on a lot of shit, right. and I respect Drake. Like I'm a I'm a huge Drake fan. Mm-hmm. I just hate when Drake overpowers his singing with over rapping. Mm. I'm I'm here for the bars. I'm not really here for uh, Arby. Arby <laughs> It's funny hearing them talk. Yeah, it is. Uh, but, everything's very intentional. I get it. But it's just funny hearing them talk. The podcast was great, though, man. It was great. I just I've, think that he touched on a lot of topics, and he did a lot of a lot of conversations. He even spoke on he spoke on race issues a little bit as far as how he's perceived in, in America as far as being a, a black artist. Mm-hmm. He like when he get accolades, they don't they don't um, cheer for him as being a black artist that did this. Right, it's just a Canadian artist. Right, and he he uh, he he realized that he don't really talk about social issues too much because he don't get enough credit as just being a black person, a black male in in, in the game. Right, and that's that's real. That's real in depth. That's real. You know, yeah. you know, digging deep on especially knowing his connections to the south. Yeah, like he don't think he gets enough credit for being a black artist, and we we make those jokes. We make those jokes, <laughs> right? We do all the time. But for him to just say that, and you know, I give him a lot of credit just being vulnerable, but like that, yeah. you know. So I think if you get a chance, it's two two and a half hours long, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's a great listen. So yeah. I, I I just think Drake really, uh, you know, gave a lot of. Got a lot of his side of the story on some shit that people give him a lot of shit about. Right. I'm a huge Drake fan, though. Since I ain't got no new anime uh, dropping this week, uh, I probably end up checking the fuck out this weekend. Yeah, I had to listen to his segments because it's long as fuck, though. Yeah, man. It's long as fuck. Uh, my other throwback track, besides the Emotionless, that I listened to was, uh, I guess you inspired this one. It was uh, Bang Bang with uh, uh, your boys, uh, The Locks. They got a song called Bang Bang. Bang Bang. Oh, it was a. Uh, it came up one of the title searches, and you know they just threw it in there because you listened to one of the artists before. I think mm-hmm. I was listening to Styles P, that brand new track, mm-hmm. and they threw that Bang Bang in there next. I'm like, ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I gotta go back and listen to that one. I know yeah, it's the Bang Bang one. Yeah, that yeah. Bang Bang came from the E40. He gave. He made a 49ers uh, anthem. It's called Bang Bang. Niners gang. Oh. Yeah, so that's why I got that bang bang from. But I got to go back and listen to the locks bang bang. Cause Didn't know the whatever. history behind it. Yeah, bang bang is the, uh, he, E-40 made a Bay 49ers anthem. <sighs> yeah. And we're number one in the NFC. Holla at your boy. Do, do, do. Mm-hmm. The more you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out. Oh, well, that's my last music thing. Yeah, I didn't listen to anything else of that, though. Already. A lot of Christmas music. Temptations. Mariah. <laughs> you know, they rule Christmas. I don't think nobody's knocking them off their thrones. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Nobody's going to knock them off their thrones. Man. Now, that's going to be a long time. A long time coming. Them two staples right there is going to happen. He going to hear, in my mind. <laughs> and then Mariah is going to come in there and say, one of the two is going to happen. Uh, well, you know what it is.
it's time for dun, oh, Fix My Life. Dun, dun, dun. We've been on break too long, man. You've been on break too long. I know, right? <laughs> Doing too damn much. <laughs> Shit. Uh, okay. Uh, dear Power Lunch Hour. Hey. My son goes to a private school with some very wealthy people. They don't generally flaunt their wealth, but around the holidays, it becomes apparent. Most of my fr son's friends are traveling to different parts of the world for the end of the year. We, on the other hand, live modestly. My son received a generous scholarship to the school, which is why we can even go there. I want my son to feel good about himself and his life, but that, but that is hard to do when, we, when he can't help but compare himself to his peers. What can I do to remind my son of the value of his own life and family? Sign family values. Mm. Wow. Um, you just gotta. Um, it's kind of hard though, cause I kind of, I kind of felt that, cause you know, when I was in school, I never knew I was middle class. I thought we was rich as fuckers growing up. <laughs> right. My right. Mother, me my too. My mother gave us everything that she could um, until I got to like the sixth grade, seventh grade where where fashion meant something. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, you know, Nike's was the thing and George was the thing and those uh payless shoes weren't gonna fly no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a it's a kind of rude awakening when you get it get to the point where, you know, those things mean something. Mm -hmm. So if your if your classmates go on these elaborate trips and shit it's kind of, you know, uh, you got to reflect on what's going on. But you got to just let them know that, you know, this is how we live. And, okay. you know, the things that you do have, be appreciative of the things that you do have because she never made us, made us feel like we didn't have it. Right. Or you less know, than. Or less than. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what we're rock, rocking with, and you should be appreciative of that. And, you know, I never, I never looked down on that at, at all. Right. Because, you know, because you might have the new Nikes, but shit, you know, I got everything I asked for. Right, I'm happy over I'm here. I'm happy over here. <laughs> right, so. right. Uh, piggybacking what you're saying, um, I think a lot of it is just, first off, make sure that it's, you let your kid know it's okay to be where you at right now. This is your this is your journey. Yeah. This is where you at right now. You don't know what's in the future if you work hard. Uh, one thing my mom did, to get, my mom and dad did, is just like a reality check when I was like sixth grade, seventh grade, and that stuff started to matter. Uh, my parents taught me how to balance their checkbook. Yeah. <laughs> they showed me when they get paid, how much they get paid, and they showed me all the bills they need to get paid. Yeah. And it made me balance it. Like, ooh, how you gonna pay this water bill this month? Daddy, where you at? You little shocked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need that money on time, people. Where's <laughs> where it's at? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it was a real lesson of you got this much to work with this much. Yeah. And so for me, at that age, it was like, look, we ain't got it like that. <laughs> but I didn't never starved. Yeah. Uh, never had was hurting for clothes. Uh, mm -hmm. Learned not to lose my damn coat. And right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's the that's the most important thing to to let to that I I received that you know you're not you're not you you're not looking for you don't you don't have not right like, you, you're not missing out on anything and appreciation appreciation things got. like you know the things that you do have you you're not you worry about the things you don't have mm -hmm. what about the things that you do have right so there's a lot of people out there that 
that they don't have it. I remember when I was uh, back on 22nd Street, man, me and my, back before I, I knew we was poor, uh, <laughs> I went to my homeboy's house. Right. Like, you know, we had Nintendo and shit. We had all the games and shit. So they used to try to come to my house. My mom don't play that shit. Don't come to our house. Don't come to my house. I, I was went, the only I, child. I went to my homeboy house, and the motherfucker, all he had this goddamn house was a box of cornflakes <laughs> and some bologna. Boy? Like, real life. Real life. He didn't have shit. It wasn't no name brand cereal. It was just cornflakes and bologna. And I'm like, bro, I would never complain ever getting it. Ever. Life. Ever you missed, again. You missed one of your friends' houses struck me. Like, you know what? Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I ain't that bad. And this it, Nintendo was fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My motherfuckers even had Nintendos and night. Yeah, the thing is, I didn't, I didn't go to school in Little Rock. So I went to school outside, you know, and, you know, they had a little more bread out there. Right. And I never wanted Nikes until they made me feel like Nikes was the shit. Was the shit, yeah. So never then, knew even they had value. This shit, these, these attack forces was popping. Right. You know, okay. You yeah. had the forces. I had them attack forces. I had them attack forces for Payless. And, and them was, kangaroos. Like Don't forget them kangaroos yeah. now. So I never Put knew, my money in that pocket. I never <laughs> knew my, my sneakers went up the par until the motherfucker privilege told me my sneakers went up the par. Right. Beforehand, I was like, Nick, we, we rocking over we're here. Rocking. My feet are comfortable. Yeah, so when I, I go out to school and they show me them things, they have I'm like oh cool when I come back to the hood I'd be like yo we really legit over here though man we're, yeah. not, we're not bad cause we're I know motherfuckers out here that's really bad right so you, you just gotta let your, your 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 child know I'm I put you in a good position you straight there's mm. people out there that's doing worse than you right so be appreciative of what you have just because they rich don't mean it's green on the other side don't mean they happy Mm-mm, not yeah. at all probably even probably more so unhappy cause they got money yeah yeah they're taking these elaborate trips to make up for some shit that they didn't right do. cause they not spending time with each other I ain't seen you in two years but hey let's go to Dubai let's go to Dubai <laughs> you, know, you can take pictures for your friends yeah <laughs> so Man, be appreciative. Let them know. Be appreciative of what you got. Yeah. And it could always be way worse. Yeah. All right. Dear Power Lunch Hour. Hey. I work in a high-pressure environment. The only way I figured out how to be successful was to put 100% of my focus on work and not to date or even spend time with friends. It was a bit lonely, but I did rise to the top of my industry. Now, though... Now, though, as a woman in my 40s, I wonder if it was worth it. Many of the f- women I grew up with have built good careers good careers, <laughs> while also having husbands and children. Not all of them, but a lot. I was asked to speak at a mentoring event, and I'm conflicted about what to say. I want to be honest, but I don't want to discourage young women from entering my field. How can I be truthful and encouraging at the same time? Signed, giving advice. I think we talked about this prior before, like uh, uh like successful women. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard because you gotta you gotta balance the two, right? And you gotta you want to be you want to get distracted from what you're doing because you gotta work work three times as hard to get what you want to get to, man. So I think that. You know, when you get to a certain age and you get a certain level of su- success, you start looking back on things that you want to do now and you behind as far as, like, family life and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a negative. I don't think it's a knock 
because you know that was that was your goal and you achieved you it. You achieved it. So give that to them. Give that part to them. Right. And still give them that part where you know you don't you might want to try to balance it out a little bit because mm-hmm. you missing out on some things that you might want to do. Right. But don't look at it as a negative because you made it to where you want to. Right. I mean, you reach a goal. You, you reach your goal. Right. So. I mean, I know what it, it feels like to uh, put your all into something and neglect other things and or other people to get what you want to. Mm-hmm. But when you get there, you can't say you never made it. Right. You know, you can't say you never made it. Right. But you, know, you just give them both sides of it. Right. I think, uh, I think yeah, like, he's, like I'm something else saying, just be honest. Just be honest. You know what I'm saying? Your life is a testimony. And if nothing else, because you put so much work into your work, you better tell them some of the pitfalls. Of, you know, sometimes go ahead and pass up on that yeah. uh, extra meeting at uh, at six, or you know, what I'm saying if it's just cocktails. You know, just you know, you can give them life advice because your story is important. They need to understand both sides of if you're gonna pursue family or if you're gonna go all work. And yeah. but to always let them know, if you being as a woman, black woman, that you they can do it. They don't have to be discouraged like they can't do it. Yeah, it's it, it, it is possible. Right. And then you gotta let them know at the same time when you finally grind so hard to get to the top, you realize that, yo, it's not that cool up here. <laughs> really not. It's really not that it's cool. It's very lonely. I thought it was. I thought it could be more. You know. So, yeah. give them that side of the story too, because once you get to the top, you know, all you gotta do is go up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, it's a lot of shit I missed out right. trying to get here. Right. And the party is not really popping like I thought it was going to be. Exactly. And then along the way, tell them maybe find a partner that's of the same business mind as you and make it a lot easier. Y'all both grinding together yeah. towards a good purpose, a good goal. Yeah, it's a balance, though. It's a very yeah, much a balance. balance. You have to balance your life for real. Yeah. For real. You'll be walking around here miserable. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Because at the end of the day, it's just work. It's just work. It's just work. If you die, got fired, they have you replaced by two weeks. They don't give a fuck about you. Not none. I swear to God, they don't. Yeah. Mind me now, I gotta quit this job. <laughs> Shit, I gotta quit, man. It's changed. It's, it's it's gone to the dark side now. I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta you gotta find a balance, definitely. But given the good side, given the the the. Your your testimony, like you said, mm-hmm. and then you know, give them the side that you know you might want to do things differently because you right. know some things you might have missed. Right, you got the you got the uh, you got the pills to the matrix, man. You know you you got it. You know yeah. the glitch. You you got the glitch. You got the glitch. You know the pitfalls. Now sprinkle them. Sprinkle them, baby. Yeah. Sprinkle them, baby. Shout out, you forty again. So yeah. many references today. <laughs> Uh, and that's my last letter. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Shot tip your bartender. Detail. It's a new Central Arkansas car wash. Our technicians are passionate about improving the aesthetic appeal of your vehicle. Imperial glass, truck vacuum, wheel clean, rims, tire shine, and tri-foam with clear coat protected. We'll have your ride looking and smelling like new. So drive to impress at Econo Auto Detail. Discounts and appointments available. Reach out at 501-612-3777. Follow us at Econo Auto Detail or EconoAutoDetail.com. 
Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys, she can create it. Check her out on Facebook or IG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find on Facebook or IG, Addicted Craft. You know one simple thing that people regret that they should do but they don't because they say they don't have enough time or they don't have enough energy? It's getting chopped up, getting your dude right, getting that new swag about yourself. You need a haircut. You need to get styled properly. And you know who does that? Christopher Stout, one of the best in the business. You can find him at Throwback Cuts at 102 West South Street in Benton, Arkansas. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment. Get styled right. Leave there feeling like a brand new person. I promise you, you will feel better once Chris gets you styled properly. Have a new look about yourself. Feel good about yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Treat yourself. Holler at Chris Staff. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment now. Now let's get back to it. I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. Hey, we back, man. I can't wait for this. I love this segment yeah, right here. Yeah, it's my favorite. This man. segment right here is just it's just it's just therapy. Yeah, this and this segment saved my life. It, it really did. It saved y'all life too. Facts. Because, you know. This I, segment was actually the first segment. Of the whole Power Lunch Hour show. It really was. It was the first say This was the anchor of the show. Everything else was built around this one segment. Yeah, this segment was the first few episodes. <laughs> it was. <laughs> first five episodes East was I got tired. I got tired of that cut. I got it. was like fuck these news. <laughs> fuck these letters. Fuck this TV. You know what I'm saying? I think I was getting letters from like just Dia Hughley, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck all of that. The whole show is based off like, I'm mad at you, bitch. <laughs> Fake ass friends, Bitch fake ass. ass motherfuckers. Uh, I don't need nobody calling me if you ain't real no more. Yeah. And then it was like left ear, right ear, left ear, right ear. It didn't have no voice control. It was bad. The it was whole rough. show was a summer's jam script. It was it. Let's put it. And if you felt like I was talking about you, I was. I was. I was. I, was. I probably even said your name by accident. Did yeah. me too, but I was, and I meant it. Yeah. I don't apologize at all either. It saved my life. Yeah. This 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 segment right here was really the the catapult of this damn podcast. It was. It did. It, it. But we toned down a lot though. We. T- that's what a lot of people have been saying. Like, y'all whole show, if you go back and go from beginning to end, yeah. it's like an evolution of just greatness. Yeah. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, some niggas caught it. Yeah. yeah Ooh, they needed it. it. They needed it. Yeah, they did. A lot of them, you know, they walked into New Year's without us, but I'm not upset. No. They walked in better people. <laughs> they really did. Yeah. I think we walked in as better people. Factuals. <laughs> you know, we and we keep getting better. Yeah, that's true. You know, my mama listened to this show. You know how long of a journey that it was. Yeah, so that, that's the ultimate. That's the, that's the that's the temple of it all. Like your mother listened to this podcast, right? She know the, our growth. She knows our growth. Yeah, 
My dad never gave a fuck from jump. He was here for it. Yeah. I love daddy. <laughs> daddy was here for it, man. Dad, mm. like, hey. Uh, y'all got a live show coming, man. What's up? Let me know. I need enough events so I can get permission from Wama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love him. All right. So, you know what it is. First, I got time today because of the year. And it's going to be a letter right in. So that's the great way to just start the year off, right? Definitely. So without further ado. <clears throat> I got time today, cuz. You got time for a day, cuz. I found myself being a helpful human being by giving a panhandler all I had and to help as I could. It was cold and I wasn't going to have this conversation outside. So I offered her a seat in my car. In parentheses, first mistake. First mistake. She limped over and got in the car. After she took a few shots, she needed $5 and asked me, when was the last time you had a hurricane? Mm. Confused at what she meant, I responded, uh, no, but asked her why she kept sticking her tongue out after saying hurricane. She responded, deep throat hurricane. Oh. At this point, I was taken aback by the $5 offer. In my head, first, $5 didn't sound like it was as good as you claim it to be. <laughs> you get what you pay for. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Second, you said you ain't brushed your teeth in days. Mm. Third, woman, I don't know you. So I told her I was good and my girl wouldn't appreciate that. She said, you sure? I said, trust me, I'm good. So I went ahead and said I'd help her <laughs> help you get to the Walmart so you can get your needed items and take some of the pressure off your injury. Second mistake in parentheses. The, be the bitch complained the whole time I should have given her mo more money or let her work for it. Mm. All this driving, you aren't giving me gas, and the change came out to $4.93. <laughs> Not to speak on the fact I had to turn the heat down since you couldn't keep her tongue in her mouth <laughs> and had my car smelling like expired morning breath. Oh, no. I dropped her off at a local Kroger and told her to be blessed. Can't believe she couldn't be happy with the kind gesture that turned my car into a funky disaster. Sign, upset immigrant in Arkansas. Fam. Fail. Fail. Just go and give it a five dollars and go. Go and give it a five dollars and move on, man. You do all this extra shit, man. I understand you wanna be helpful. I have a certain type of uh distance from people who panhandle because I've seen panhandles with money and that bothers me. It bothers me. They it have a bigger bankroll than me. I didn't seen a, a, a panhandle with a stack. Easy. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. If you're actually out here because you can't make it, mm -hmm. but I didn't see somebody that looked like you got a whole stack bigger than mine, so I'm really concerned about giving money to somebody who already got money. Concerned to piss. When I see the panhandler got better shoes than me, I just like, you know what, this person is not in need. I saw a panhandler on a corner hopping an Uber. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. The whole what? Uber pulled up, you jumped in the boat. I guess your shift is over. You left. 
in a fucking Uber. Go. You know, you clocked out. It's it hilarious. You didn't want to walk and save money. Oh, no. You called an Uber because you made your quota. How dare thee yeah, walk in? So, look, it, it, look, you taking them to Walmart and in your vehicle and yeah. things like that. Look, if you want to help them, give them the money or don't. Don't. But that extra shit is extra. Yeah, don't do car rides, man. Or go get some shit and bring it to them. Right. But, yo, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't ever do that. Don't again. ever do that. That's usually a setup. Yeah. That's how niggas get robbed. That's how niggas get stabbed. Real quick, like, she already saw she didn't give a fuck about her life. You know she don't give a fuck about yours. She giving hurricanes for $5, man. She don't give a fuck. Give a fuck. That hurricane come with just regret, disappointment, and a disease. Man, my. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You don't even know if it's something that's in the 2019s that could be cured. Man. Fuck around, get polo. Polio. Gang green on your dick now. Like a motherfucker, man. Because you let her get a hurricane your dick for $5. Your balls got halitosis. <laughs> hey, yo, just don't let them in your car. It's yes. not like a, it's not like a, you're better than them. It's more like right. more for your safety. For your own safety. Because they're in the streets and the streets is a dirty place. Like, Very it's dirty. grimy as fuck. So, right. if you want to help them, give them money and keep going or bring them some shit that can help them and keep going. But, right. don't let them get in your motherfucking car. Ever again. Ever. Ever again. Don't they, do that. They've seen some things that you can't even imagine. My God, they giving $5 hurricane. $5 deep hurricane. Deep throat hurricane. Shit. Somebody buying that five dollar deep throw hurricane because she said it with confidence. Yeah, she was shocked you didn't want it. Like you don't want this five dollar head. It's five dollars. Five dollars. Broke ass nigga. Broke ass. <laughs> so broke ass. I got a whole stack. Yeah. You need change, nigga? She, I got a whole 50. I got a And she mad because you got her riding around this goddamn car going hey. to Walmart. She ain't really trying to leave. She ain't trying to leave. She, was, she, she thought was, she was getting the car to get that $5 hurricane. I'm in fucking Walmart and shit, bro. Yeah, the fuck I stole from him yesterday. You know what I'm saying? They looking for me. Still to this day. Yeah. I gave the manager a $5 hurricane. That's how I got away with the TVs. Nigga, you trying to be a good Samaritan, man, nigga. You want your dick sucker? No. Man, fuck that bitch. <laughs> no, don't fuck that bitch. No, no, don't fuck that bitch. But, but say fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't lose your life on a $5 hurricane, bro. I'm just saying. They don't even no. do that in New Orleans. <laughs> no. I'm just saying, dog. you going to let in the car. You might well go and pay that $5. Go and pay that $5. Or, or don't put it, don't let it get in your car. But what you don't ever, 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 ever do. Let them motherfucking homeless bomb pad out like none of them motherfuckers get in your goddamn car. Yeah. Ever. I don't even do Uber Drive. I just do Uber. You ain't getting in my car. Mm-mm. Uh-uh, no. It's like you make more money. I don't give a fuck. You ain't getting in my car. Because I can't see you. I can't see you. I don't know what you can do. I'm focused on the road. Yeah. Uh-uh. Nah, don't do that to yourself, man. Mm-mm. It ain't worth it. Yeah. No, 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 Just no. Go and drop that five dollars that you pay at Walmart and that gas money you spent. Right. Go and give it a ten or whatever you want to do. Help her out that way. Yeah. But you let in the car, you just setting yourself you up for downfall. Setting yourself up for failure. It could be a setup. Somebody could be waiting for you at the Walmart. Hey, don't do that no more. Nah. Nah. Yeah, I feel you've been trying to be a good Samaritan, but fuck that bitch. No. Yeah, I appreciate your heart. Right. But think with your head. Think with your head. Your big head. Big head. Not the $5 one. Not the $5 head. <laughs> Not that $5 head. 
Hell yeah, I'd be mad too. Trying to help a motherfucker. Boy, that's a setup. I get it, immigrant. You're not used to that. Yeah. I, I, our homeless population, they, they not they not good. I bet that fire out of hell was fire though. Boy, that hurricane, deep throat hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> you probably have a tip. Tip, like, woo, you get this for six dollars. <laughs> And take this mouthwash with you. <laughs> Shit. You Deep. lowball yourself, girl. That's at least seven dollars. That's lit, girl. At hey, fifty six. I'll pay taxes. I'll pay I'll pay the tax on that head. Shit. That's a five dollar hurricane. That no gin- excuse me. Deep throat hurricane. That gingivitis dome. Oh. Mm. Gang green and the tonsils. <laughs> Yeah, don't 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 do that again. Don't do that ever again, though. Seriously, seriously, ever, ever. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> Expect a phone call. <laughs> well, I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? All right, so I'm a big fan of Title. I like what they're doing, being independent artists. You know, the money go back to the artists, and you know they're all for independence. And they got a great app, you know, the uh, great directory of music. But the problem is, uh, the way that this app is designed is not conducive to a cell phone. Mm. It's really not. It's more of an MP3 player. <laughs> it's like they need to be a separate device. Because mm. when I get a phone call. Uh, and I'm playing my music. When I try to go back to my music, it start all over again on a whole playlist, whole new artists. None of the shit I was listening to lined up. I need y'all to be smart over there. Why when I take a phone, and you know this is a phone now. Why when I take a phone call, I got to start all over my list. Mm. Now, it could be me. It's probably a button I'm missing or didn't press. But I didn't have this problem before. Yeah. It's gotten worse now. Yeah. I don't know what's going on over there in title. But I need y'all to work on y'all development team and get this shit together. Because when I'm listening to Nipsey and I take a call, I don't want to have to go find an artist that was on Nipsey's single. I want to hear all that shit. Get me back to Nipsey. Blue Laces. <laughs> sick of this shit. Double up. God damn it. <laughs> Hustle and motivating this bitch. Right. Because this dedication to listen to this. Mm-hmm. And I'm upset. When I have to go through out of my box, come out of my motherfucking character, because I almost killed three people trying to get back to my song. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a problem for me. You can fix that shit. Fix it. And don't let me have to tell you again. I'm sick right. of this shit. It, you got to make it user-friendly. Like, User-fucking-friendly. Right, Listen like, to the people, what they want from the app. Yeah, like... I get what you're trying to do, and for the most part, everything lines up. But if that phone get interrupted by anything, if I go on IG, uh, I should be able to listen to music and scroll through IG. But say it's a video or something that's played. It pops up. They close the whole uh, title app. You got to start all over. Start all the way fucking over. Yeah. Pandora don't do that shit. Mm-mm. Now, they might have a commercial or two. They going to pause it. They'll pause it. You mm. come right back to it. Yeah. I pay too much goddamn money over here at title for me not to be able to go right back to my shit. Pandora free, and I'm rocking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm paying way too much money over here at title not to be rocking and have to go find my shit. I have to refer a friend and find my goddamn track. I'm sick of this shit. And then you got to skip to where you was at. Right. I don't want all that shit, man. Come on. Get y'all shit together, man. For real. Yeah. 
For real, for real. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Fix it. Fix that shit. Fix that shit. Don't let me have to tell you again either. Mm -mm. All right. It's my got time back up. I feel that shit. Oh, it bugs been the there. fuck out of me. Especially there. on them long road trips. Oh, man. I'm like, bitch, I was, ah. I got to, so that's why I make playlists now. So it's easy to go back to my song I was listening to. And that's what bothers me about Tyler, though. Like, if you stop, if you get out the car and, you know, you had Tyler playing. Right. You get back in. They play some generic song. They don't, they don't pick back up where you were. It's At like, all. It's like a generic song. And every time I get back in the car, it's uh, Genesis, I look like Bay. Right. Why I wonder why I still want to play this. Why? I never played it myself. Like, why you keep playing this song when I get in the car? And they give you trash artists. Like, bro, why would I listen to this? Why would I listen to this? Why? They must sponsor their track because I'm not, I'm, I ain't I ain't co-sign this. No, no, no. I don't want to hear this right now. Young Thug, why? 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 You ain't even seem like a Young Thug. Only song that could possibly and might play this from Young Thug was on the T.I. album. That was it. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Do better title. Please do better title. It's too much money. I'll cancel your ass. Yeah. I need that $10. Yeah. For real. Uh-uh, I don't like it. Fix that. Well, I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? My time today goes to um, the holiday season. You know, I work in a retail environment, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm tired of these entitled people feeling that they can just do or say whatever they feel because they're spending money. Thanks. For the first part i understand that you want to uh be a patron in our establishment mm -hmm. but the second time we are human we're people people and just the fact that you spend your 30 dollars on some random bullshit don't give you the, the right or the privilege to say where the fuck you want to right and then when when my people say where the fuck they want to back to you from what you said now i have to deal with it now i gotta deal with the consequences and when i hear some fuck shit when I hear some shit that you said in the process or it, that triggered them to say that, mm -hmm. I'm not backing you that. I mean, the customer's, all, the customer's always right unless you were a friendly customer. Like, motherfucker, I don't have to deal with your ass. I don't have to at all. This entitlement shit is, is so blown out of proportion. Like, y'all motherfuckers feel that you spend a dollar in this motherfucker. You can do or say what you want to. Facts. You got to watch how people treat like service workers, mm -hmm. waitresses, bartenders, anybody that's servicing you in the, in the industry. Right. Those are terrible people. Terrible. I'm not going to back you for being a terrible person. Ever in so, life. I even look at you different. So look at me like um, I'm judge and jury because just because you spending money does not make you right. At all. And I'm not going to co-sign for what you, you're saying mm -hmm. if I heard what you did. Right. So if you're using profanity, talking bad, cursing and shit like that, you can get the fuck up out of here. You get the fuck on. Tell who you want to. I'm not going to co-sign that. Because for first, people making, they're not getting paid enough. Nowhere near it. And they got to deal with your bullshit mm -hmm. because you feel like you're entitled to say what the fuck you want to. Fact. Look, this job is not going to prevent you getting punched in the fucking face. At all. 
Because these hands are ready to eat for everybody. <laughs> right. Niggas ain't making enough money to deal with your bullshit. <laughs> oh! So calm down. Get your shit and go. Calm the fuck down. Yeah, so I just don't, I don't understand how people feel that they can treat a person a certain way because you're spending money. Mm-hmm. You're not paying them. Right. You're paying a whole business. You're paying a business. You're not paying me directly. Yeah, so, I mean, I get that, you know, you feel a certain type of way. Your, your life is, is affecting you. But when you come into a, a, a service department or a, a retail field, mm-hmm. you got to respect them as humans. Got to. Because once you get outside of, you know, human decency. Now you get the beast. You, you can get your ass kicked. Real quick. And I can't stop that. I don't give a fuck. I go go work at Trader Joe's. Yeah, and you deserve it. <laughs> Shit. So, especially around the holiday season, Christmas is like the worst season. Y'all coming with the stankiness ass attitude. You, you mad because you're going broke over people that don't care about don't you. Don't give a fuck about you. And now you 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 taking it out on people who don't even, you know what I'm saying, give a fuck. They just trying to get you up out of here. Quickly. You're not the only person that here. Please stop having these long ass conversations with us. Man. Please, we are not bartenders. We're not your counselor. At all. I don't want to see you crying in my counter. Right. You mad don't. because you're going broke over some, you know, your kids who bad as fuck. Bad as shit. I can see them tearing up this motherfucking place right now, but you buying them uh, $1,000 worth of shit. A lot of your, and you mad right now. A lot, of, uh, a lot of your kids ain't been snatching the store in shows. A lot of your kids ain't been slapped in public. And, and it, it shows. shows. <laughs> a lot of your kids that had that uh, mama talk to them with their teeth clutch. If you don't put that shit back right, motherfucker, now. A lot of your kids <laughs> ain't had that conversation in the car before you walk, get up out this motherfucker. Don't touch shit. Before you get in here, and it shows. Yeah, so y'all uh, projecting your anger and your frustration with your lack of you know parenting or right. your, your your current situation and these people is not making enough money to deal with your problems at all and they will beat your ass we'll beat your motherfucking and, ass and i'm not here to uh co-sign your motherfucking ignorance happy to beat so, your ass yo just relax relax come in spend the money that you hate to spend and go the fuck home right because i knock all this shit over because when when i gotta talk to you if I hear you doing some dumb shit to trigger some motherfucker, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not backing you. I'm not. At it's all. not my job to back you. I swear to God. Yeah, you fucked up. I'm gonna tell you where you fucked up at too. Yeah, where you had my employee fucked where up. Where you could have did a little better. You could have, you know, some tips and tricks would have helped you. This whole conversation go a we lot smoother. We wouldn't have smoother. had this conversation at if all. you did this. So yeah, at all. Holiday season bring out the worst in people. Ooh, they be nasty, ugly, they be that nasty. Bitch. So. It's not my job to make you feel better for being nasty. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it in your face. I'm Here's the mirror. Put it in your motherfucking face. Yeah, fix yourself. Fix your motherfucking self. Yeah. I'm going to piggyback yo. I got time today, cuz. Go ahead. It's on the same sentiment. Like, the customer the customer service experience is for the birds, One, first of all. Very much so. It's the, for me, my patience, I see why I never really was one of those in those positions. Yeah. I could do it in spurts. Long term, though, I ain't built for it. Yeah. No, because people are so entitled to think they own everything and they don't listen or read properly. Yeah. They'll see something, oh, well, it's, it's marked this price back here. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. There's, and then, say for instance, you act like 30,000 people don't come to this bitch every goddamn day. Some shit gonna get moved around. 
Some people gonna put some shit back in the wrong spot on purpose. We didn't stock it like that. You know damn well we didn't stock it like that. Yeah. Well, it was over by the sign. Bitch, this is not a motherfucking white special. <laughs> you don't put that shit back where it belongs. That bitch is still gonna be 129. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> shit. So, black dude. Now, the white, it was white girls in there at first. Little 18-year-olds that just turned 18, happy to buy some lottery tickets. Mm -hmm. So they trying to take it too long. So I was like, hey, ladies, could y'all slide to the side a little bit while y'all decide on your t lottery ticket and uh, let these other people check out? Mm -hmm. Old school black dude come up. I'm like, okay, now I know this is going to be smoothest. I move the white girls aside so the black king old school can slide on in, get his shit, and mm -hmm. leave. Because he didn't look like he had a lot of shit and wanted to get in and out. This nigga gets to the counter, Lord. Uh, he act like he want to look for some lighter tickets now. <laughs> I'm like, you want a lighter ticket, bro? Mm, nah, I'll just see him with your hand. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Let me get you two items. He had a goddamn oatmeal cookie, mm -hmm. and he had one of them bougie donuts, and little two-pack donuts. On the bag, they marked the price. It's 59 cent for oatmeal cookie. Mm -hmm. Them damn Dunkin' Donuts is 129. Mm -hmm. Cool. Boom, boom, two skins. It's not even a hard sale. It's not like you got a lot of items and I miss some shit. Mm -hmm. It's not like you buying gas and I miss some shit. Two items. Mm -hmm. This nigga begins to argue with me. How does 59 cent and 129 add up to 188 or whatever the price was? Mm -hmm. And I was like, bruh, taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Texas 17 cent, fam. No, you ain't you lying to me. Like, bro, it's right on the register. That's the price. <laughs> That's it, Willis. <laughs> That's all it can do for you. <laughs> Them the prices right there. And I can see if I'm arguing over a big price. Bro, it's 235. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why are we here? Yeah. I think it was like 2.33, No, you ain't going to lie to me. Now he's turning up in front of the other customers, especially the white girls probably, because mm -hmm. they the only two real ones that's at the counter too. And he acting a fool over this 17 cent. And I'm like, at this point, Norman, I'm like, you going to check out or no? Because mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck, bro. We can put all this shit back. Mm -hmm. And it's only two items, so they're not far to put back. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm just saying you're trying to get over me. The price is mm -hmm. $59,129. Oh, I didn't hear you say $129. Why the <laughs> fuck are we here? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this, King? Really, brother? You think I didn't? I went into a speech on his ass. Bro, guy almost lost it. I was like, You think I'll embarrass you and do you over a Dunkin' Donut? Come on, man. You'll make me look bad. Now you going off for no reason. He, he felt so damn small when he left that store. He was like, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize I, I got other things on my mind. See, there y'all go again. Bring your outside problems into these service workers. Yeah. They don't know none of that shit. They ain't getting paid shit. And you want to uh, act a fool over $2.33. Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. I'm like, bruh, I honestly don't give a fuck. You can steal this shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm not chasing you. Yeah. All, all I can tell you is you leaning in too hard on my glass and your breath a little strong. <laughs> and I swear to God, I'll knock all this shit over. You know what I'm saying? 
is not that serious. I just think that people need to realize that when you going out and spending money, somebody has to take care of that. Somebody. Somebody has to take care of that. And don't bring your problems to them because they're probably not getting paid enough to deal with your problems. They're going through way more problems if they got time to be at work when you just got off and checking your ass out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you mad you mad of a whole different situation that you want them to deal with and you're not being, you know what I'm saying, subtle and your your emotions not content, but you expect them to be content right. with your emotions. Right. Like dog, we not in, in, in fucking field training. We're not motherfucking uh problem solving one on one. I'm not motherfucking a- pay your fucking five dollars, get the fuck on. Right. I'm not no Star Wars cyborg. Look, you either got you gonna pay or you not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit. That's ridiculous, man. That's fucking ridiculous. That motherfuckers I... asked me, like, the other day, quick example, motherfucker asked me about an item that we ain't have. And they asked me about it. I told we ain't have it. We got it. How you know? Because, bitch, I work here. Bitch is not <laughs> on the shelf. <laughs> oh. I work here. There's a thousand people been here asking for the same shit. Same shit. So I know we don't have it. You think you're the first bitch that want uh, <laughs> some uh, Marlboro Lights? <laughs> Shorts in a box. No, bitch, we ain't nah, got it. Bitch, why, we know? just keeping an empty shelf because you know what? We want you to ask a dumbass question. <laughs> oh, then they don't leave it there. Uh-oh. You know what they do? What you know what they going to say. Do you have any in the back? Yeah. No, you know, we want to hide it in the back from you because we don't want to make no money. Yeah, the back is a magical experience. It's a magical place yeah. we hide shit. We hide shit. You know what I'm saying? Could you check? I just checked. It's not back there. I've checked already. Oh, last seventy-five people would have asked for that same. It's not shit. there. It's not. It's not. You can't create it. It's not gonna happen. Get the fuck on. Please get the fuck on. Unless yeah. this is a bakery, goddammit. Like I get it. Okay, give me thirty to forty-five minutes. Might make a cake rise. But uh, bitch, the milk is gone. It's gone. You got any more white milk? All I see is chocolate. No, I don't. <laughs> it's none. Get with the swirl and move on. Yeah, so. Shouldn't just, be drinking cow milk anyway. I just think that entitlement is ridiculous, man. You got to appreciate your service workers mm-hmm. and stop bringing your problems to these motherfuckers because they don't get paid enough to deal with your shit. Facts. So, relax. I hate to see you get your ass whooped over some bullshit at some the store because people going to world star that shit. And I'm going to be really looking at that video and repost it. Yeah. So I'm like, look at this dumb motherfucker here. Ah. Uh, let's talk about it. Uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, my let's talk about it. I'm gonna pull up my shot on this. Um, so, to 2020. Yeah. You know, it's 2020 vision going to the future. Uh, a lot of people getting raises. The minimum wage is going up. Mm. Here's my problem with that. You can't raise minimum wage, but then go around and raise the prices of the shit that people that with minimum wage buy. It defeats the whole purpose. It really does. It does nothing. Right. It does fucking nothing. Now, my rib sandwich is $5.50. Because now I got a 50 cent raise. Yeah. It does nothing. Yeah, it defeats the purpose of it. It defeats the whole purpose. Like the inflation rate is not matching the... The the, uh, the living wage. The living wage. At it's all. Not. It's not. 
So that ten dollars is cool, but you're gonna raise the prices. That is, so you could have kept that shit. You kept all that shit. <laughs> you kept that shit. Cause really, you just jacked up. Not only did you raise the price on that, now my taxes. And they gonna add more taxes to the shit. More taxes. And they gonna tax me more. Exactly. It's going in reverse. You gonna tax me more because I'm making more, and you are gonna tax them because they pay more. Hey. So I ain't, I ain't making no money. I'm, I'm in the same spot. And let's not forget about the people that were stuck at that previous rate. And some of them gonna get a raise, and some of them not, cause they grandfathered in. So the new hours come in, making way more than old people. Yeah. What the fuck is the endless cycle, uh, uh, endless repetition of bullshit, and it, it, it is a direct hit at our minority community, uh, that and our lower income people. It's a joke, and shame on you. Yeah. Fucking shame on you. How dare you? That's 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 a a sick, sad world. And people are like, but the independent entrepreneurs, they they it's gonna take money out of their pocket to pay them. First of all, these business owners that y'all quote unquote call independent entrepreneurs that's complaining, these motherfuckers own own their business and trust me, they ain't just pull up in no motherfucking Ford Focus huh. on purpose. That's just a work car. Your employer is not going to pay you to live next door to him. Ever. Never. And it's not like he ain't got the money. He can easily pay his employee extra $2 and not even miss it. But the greed in this nation is so strong and at a, a point that it's just a disgusting place to be sometimes. And it's sickening because you see people scrapping and fighting for every little penny dime they got. Every time people come into the part-time, they be like, yeah, I'm just getting off my second job, going to the third. I'm like, yeah, bitch, I'm here at my third. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same story over and over and over again. Until we become less selfish for the people in privilege, we will forever be going through this struggle. And it's a shame that as human beings, you people give more fucks about a dog uh having to find a home than you do about black people being able to afford a home. And that just breaks my heart as an individual, as a human being, to know, even in my position, I can do nothing to help uh, change that but talk about it. And that's the shame. That's just, that's the shame. Man, it just, it just, it yeah, just really piss you off. It, yeah. really, it, really, it really does fuck the whole system up. The whole system up. Yeah. It's, the system is real. And this is like the Trump's biggest thing. We got plenty of jobs. We got plenty of jobs. <clears throat> no shade to the fast food minimum age workers, but you can have a gang of jobs that's making 9 and $10 an hour, but it's not going to put a damn dent in nothing. It's just going to keep things as is and make people owe more debt. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking shame. Minimum wage should be $20. Yeah, you know, and just to cover costs, just to cover costs, and nothing should be else should be rolled. It should stay at ten dollars. Uh, the cost of living should stay at ten. Give people a chance. I promise you, if if the rich was less selfish, this economy would boom. You would make more money. Cause broke niggas love to spend money. Broke niggas love to spend money. Yeah. It was said that black people, as uh as a whole. Spending power was three trillion dollars. That's the third largest, you know what I'm saying? The third. 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Buying power of materialistic shit. It's crazy. Our spending habits are horrible. But you so busy trying to shine because to say somebody, you ain't got this. You ain't been here. Come on. It's the endless system and you playing into it. It's rigged against you and you're playing into it. We got to stop that, people. We have got to stop that. And if you if you found a clue or a key to the system, God damn it, go teach. <laughs> go teach the hood. Go teach somebody that's going to listen because I guarantee you it's a 12, 13, 14-year-old uh, individual right now in your family that's soaking up every wisdom that you are willing to give them. Teach them more than how to flip uh, easy brick. You know, or teach them at the same time. Hey, at least they're learning math, but teach something they can use instead of thinking that you need to own the Jays, you need to own the Jordans. It bothers me, people. That bothers me. I can't even fuck with people no more when I see that they're a materialistic person. My whole thing just changed about you. It's just like, oh, well, won't be spending many Sunday dinners over there because nobody want to be around that bullshit. Yeah, it's fruitless. It's fruitless. It means nothing to nothing. Yeah. God damn, what are you doing to embed yourself, your family, your friends, your community? What are you doing? Are you even bettering yourself first? And when I say bettering yourself first, it does not mean spending the latest money on Gucci. It means making your situation better for your family and the people around you that you say you love. Let me get off my soapbox. This is my let's talk about it. I feel you on that shit, though. It turned into I got time today, Slash. Let's talk about it. But, you know, it was on my heart. It just, it just, it, the more I talked about it, the more mad I got. I felt you. Shit. It's just, come on, people. Do better. Do better. Shit. So, my let's talk about it is uh, recently, um, your fave, uh, Kim Kardashian. Bitch, unless it's Lil' Kim, that's not my fave. <laughs> she posted a picture in a photo shoot um, in uh, Seven Hollywood Magazine. It was a uh, Elizabeth Taylor-inspired photo. That bitch been still in black culture, too. But and go ahead. She, her tone is a little darker than normal. Yeah. Okay. And that's what you call professional blackface. The tw- right, <laughs> Shit. It's, it's not the racist ho- a nah, Halloween nah. blackface. Nah. it's like you know, say so I paid money to, to, to right. pass this by. It's whole body blackface. Right, you try to look like Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor trying to look like Diane Carroll. So whenever yeah. you get done, whenever stop you it. finish it, no. You, and and her publicist saying that it was the lighting that make her look darker. In the photo, it wasn't intentional. The thing is, though, you get these proofs, and you get to see these pictures before they post. You get a decision and to you make. Approve these pictures to go. So, appropriation has been going on in this family for a long, long fucking time. time. They love that nigga dick. So you can't give me that bullshit as far as that. Oh, it was the lighting, right? Or the cameraman, or just that and third, because you had to right. prove these fucking pictures. When you saw it, you were so happy. Oh, I look were, dark in here. I look like a good tan. You. Were, entity you're, yeah. you're a being you know what the the what social media is so 
the fact that you look darker than you normally right. do in the picture and you approved it let right. me know that you approved the shit and you down for it damn you cannot lie to me and say cannot. that it was the photographer's fault because at the end of the day you approved this shit you approved it you so, knew it so blackface is a thing <clears throat> it your, is your whole body looks like a whole different whole different ethnicity whole different you can't lie to me say you, can't you, lie to you me. didn't know just cause your kid's darker than you nah right so just not give you a pass I don't I don't blackface is a problem and then Kim Kardashian being such how big she is right allowing this picture to be posted right is a major problem major problem just cause you uh help free some people from prison you is not here to tell me bitch no at just all cause you fuck black niggas don't make you uh part of the culture it does not you fired out a little deep throat hurricane, bitch. <laughs> so I just think these 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 are small things, small that that happen that b- become bigger things mm-hmm. because it's impressionable. Little kids look up to you, right? And they see this shit, right? And then five years from now, when they got to the Halloween party, they in blackface and blackface because Kim Kardashian yeah. like a nigga when she was in the motherfucking picture man this tattoo artist he's supposed to be some famous artist did a whole body paint of full blackface he put all the brown paint on his ass mm-hmm. and I was walking around he had a costume with a big ass N on his chest I can't remember what his motherfucking name is but it's not funny it is not cool we don't look at it as admiration cause it don't even come across that way it's just it's to come across disrespectful. And of, of all years you chose to do this picture, uh, R.I.P. Diane Carroll. Yeah. That's who you went for. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to lie to me. That's who you chasing. That's who you're chasing. Yeah. You can't lie to me. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck how many people you free from prison. Nah, that shit ain't cool. It is not. Yeah, so it's just terrible that you, of all people, and you know, shit. I know who your husband is, and he's not in his right mind. So he is not. I don't think that you know he would be the one to be the voice of reason, right? But goddamn it, motherfucker, you can't lie to me. Just, just tell me, like, look, I want to, I want to look black because people black. fuck with it. People like black. I would love to be black. Yeah, I would like to look like I'm. Why black. don't you do more for just the black campaign, and that help us a lot. Acknowledge it, not just have babies by us. Yeah, so yeah, chill out. I understand. Don't lie to me, though. Don't lie to me. You ain't gonna lie to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm a grown ass man. I know we rocking, but you know, right. don't, don't, don't do don't, that. Don't jump in the pool and act like you ain't trying to swim. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't act like you didn't see them noodles in the water. <laughs> and he wanted to float on them bitches. No, stop that. Yeah. Stop that. God damn it, we work too hard for the little, the little inches and steps we can fucking get out here, and you gonna have it misappropriate our motherfucking face. For just some attention and likes. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to your husband. And if your husband was in his right motherfucking mind, he'd be able to tell you that shit. Yeah. Oh, I miss old Kanye. I miss old Kanye, bro. Sad out here, boy. Sad, sad, sad. Anyway. Anything else you want to talk about? That's all I want to talk about. That's what's up. Felt like it was something I'm forgetting, but it'll be okay. Yeah. I wanted to see shout out, shout out, shout out. I want to send a shout out and a huge happy birthday to my cousin. What up, Kurt? What happy up? birthday. His birthday, January 1st. Oh, hey. Yeah. 
Happy New Year, and it's his birthday. And we're here. And we're here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's easy to remember your, your birthday and his because like, they right next to each other. Happy birthday. Still was late calling him. I felt horrible. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I understand. It's like, cool. Yeah, happy birthday to my homeboy, Randy, man. What, what up, Scooter? Happy birthday, bro. What up, Scooter? Happy birthday, yeah. fam. Watch them airports, man. It gets tricky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to send a special shout out to uh, Ferocious. What up, Ferocious? Huge shout yeah. out. Uh, I appreciate all y'all that that fooled with us in the 2000 of the 19 for the podcast. Yes. And before. Uh, I want to shout out Angel because she uh, she reposted her episode on Facebook. That's what's up. And you know she said. They asked when the next time she's going to be on the show. She's like, well, you got to get invited. You always invited, Angel. I'll tell always you invited, Angel. So we're going to make that happen in the 2020. But everybody that, that fooled with us for this point on, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. One major shout out to Miranda. Thank you for the birthday gift. Turn up. Uh, my prayers go out to you and your situation for strength. But, you up. know, she a major fan of the podcast. Huge I fan. Support. She was at work eating uh, with the power of child. She said, I didn't even realize I had the shirt on. I was just eating. I tried to show off my Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> like, I see that power of child shirt, though. Yeah. Represent. Yeah. And uh, shout out to the live show coming up, man. Live show, January 10th. January 10th. 7 p.m. Don't say you don't know. Yeah. January 10th. January 10th. Doors open at 7. Yeah. You know. Yeah, bring him out. Come on out. And my birthday, so I might do something today for the podcast. Ooh. For the birthday. Ooh. If you cool with me, fool with me. Ow. If I don't know you, don't fool with me. Don't fool with me. Yeah. If you don't like me, don't fool with me. Yeah. You know, it's cool. You might get kicked out, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this time, I want to be the one to kick him out. Can I kick him out? Yeah, you got it. Thank you. Can't yeah. wait to get. I always get kicked out. Yeah. I get kicked out of so many places. Kicking out people is fun, though. It man. is. It shows empowerment. It does. It, it really shows does. love of yourself. It does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I want people to go into 2020. Uh, we've been saying 2020 vision, but I want you to go into 2020 loving your motherfucking self, realizing your shortcomings, and figuring out a way to overcome them. Especially when it comes for us as black people, people of color, communication. Yeah. Talking through things with people that you claim that you love. It's okay to have conflict. It's cool. Just talk through your problem. It's okay. You know, you don't have to fight every time and raise your voice. I know mm. you get passionate, and that's okay to talk loud. But just make articulate your point. And it's okay to take a breath, take a beat. <sighs> like, okay. This is what I'm trying to say. Facts. It needs to be a lot more, I hear what you say, repeat back what that person said to you, that mm -hmm. you acknowledge it, and then, you know, listen, and, you know, make it easy for yourself. What I've been telling people for a minute on social media is that I think uh, social media has was prior was our downfall. Mm -hmm. Like, it made us... It made us look bad. Mm -hmm. it, it put us in a bad light. But I think where we at right now in social media is really much our therapy because you get shit off your chest. Get shit off. And like you might not have nobody to talk to. Mm -hmm. but social media is really an outlet to right. get these things off you. And then people give uh, 
commentary about what you post. Mm-hmm. So if you don't go seek professional help, right, a therapist, somebody you can really rely on, social media has really turned to mm-hmm. a place where you can really just vent to right. whatever you're feeling. Right, and the stigma of mental health is uh, it's a crutch for a lot of people because they just don't, they they too worried about, I don't want nobody to tell all my business to. Find somebody you trust. You already tell your business on social media anyway. Any damn way, man. You know, it's okay to be going through some things. Yeah. We all do. We all going to go all through do. some. Trust me. We all do. I tell all my friends. Now my thing when I ask my friends, I always make sure I say, how's your mental health? You good over there? It's, it causes a beat. It causes a pause for people. Mm-hmm. My mental health? Yeah, you heard me say it. Your mental health. What's your, what's your mind like? Yeah, what you going through? You might not have to tell me, but you know it's on your, uh, your mind good. Yeah, it's a temperature check. Temperature check. We, we need no more suicides. At all. Especially from people we love in 2020. No more. Yeah. No more death. Stop. I'm about to say death to suicide, but stop the suicides, man. We we gotta we gotta make comfortable spaces for people to get shit off their chest. Yeah, check on your people. Check on your peoples, man. For real, you know Valentine's Day coming up. Ooh, Whoa. the holiday was bad as in itself. Uh, New Year's is bad in itself. Everybody getting engaged and shit, right. and you know bringing loved ones and not having loved ones. Yeah. But Valentine's Day. Y'all niggas be in y'all fucking feelings. Love. Look, it's okay. Love. It's it's okay. Love yourself. Love yourself first, man. man. It's okay. It was so funny New Year's when uh, the ball finally dropped. It was like, Happy New Year's. And the couples, uh, so the couples broke off and was hugging each other, kissing. I just hugged myself. (laughs) Like, hey, I'm here. Yeah, I put the shot up to the air myself. You know what I'm saying? Then eventually people came around and said, "Hey, you know, I'm like, okay, thank you." But you know, right there, it's like, hey, it's okay though. It's okay. It's okay to be by yourself until you love yourself by yourself. You'll never be able to love another motherfucker honestly. Man, put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. Facts. 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 Uh, Dick the Crab, Kiana. I want it on the t-shirt. Hey. Hey. Oh, that reminds me. Live show. I have a great announcement for the live show, January 10th. Okay. Uh, our sponsor, Addicted Craft Salute, uh, has decided they are going to provide some door prizes for the live show. Hey. So you're not going to want to miss. You're not going to want to be late. Yeah. You know, one, I'm going to give away some good prizes off, off the rip. I'm here for that. And I'm going to give away a grand prize at the end of the night. Oh, okay. You stick with us through all this bullshit. Yeah. You get a grand prize. You getting a grand prize. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, be on the lookout for these door prizes. You want to have your ass in the place. It's going to be fun, bro. It's going to be fun. You're going to have to make it to the first commercial break. You want to get the real good door prize. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. It's going down. It's going down. I might throw something after the throwback to black. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. See what my heart is. All right. <clears throat> all right. Uh, any other shout outs? Anything? That's all I got, man. I know I'm missing something. I know, it's right? We've been out for a week. We've been out for so long. Yeah, coming back, getting the routine. Ain't gonna lie, that man. first act. Y'all pray for me, man. I gonna start back reading again. I don't know. I ain't used to I, it. If I miss it, man, I apologize. I apologize. I, all I can tell you is though, it's January 10th. Yeah. Live show. You can have <laughs> your ass in the place. Yeah. And uh, I have the destination for you yeah. uh, by Monday. But just know, reserve the time 
January 10th at 7 to 10, I'm going to be fucking with Power Lunch Out. Exactly. It's going down. You know, it's easy. Just book it. And you're going to just go to my page. I promise you, the day of the show on my page, you're going to know exactly where I'm at. There won't be no mysteries or hiding around. All right. I think that's it for me. I'm going to shout out. Oh, shout out my mom and dad. Love you. Mama, love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else am I forgetting? I know I'm forgetting somebody. Everybody's cool with me, man. And then they just get love and appreciate the show. Going into 2020 is like five years. I'm just very excited about the things that's coming down the road for us. Truly blessed that we're able to still, you know, stick through it. Shout out to you, my co-host. Hey. For real, man. I, I, love, I love you, bro. And I appreciate you. Your work and grind is in vain. I know you say I just hear it tell jokes, but it takes a team. I could not do this shit on my own. And get, I appreciate that. I appreciate down. you. We get down. Heck yeah. We got a lot more to come. So, so much more coming. Yeah. I'm going to have to find a way to clean up so I can do be on video, man. Damn, I ain't looking forward to it. I like to sit around and just my joggers. Relax, comfortable. Take shots. Can't do this shit on air. It's video now. Mama ain't gonna listen to the show when she see it. Hold on, you was doing that? Uh, I lost a view. <laughs> anyway, uh, yo, thank you guys. Love you. See you next week at the live show. Uh, make sure you write down, yo, I got time today, cuz, or fix my life letter. You can read them yourself live on air. The mics will be open. The mics will be hot, baby. Come on and dress some shit. Have y'all got time today, cuz, Red? I love when y'all get to beefing. Uh, yeah, that's it, man. It's your boy, Corey Doseki. It's your next door neighbor. I'm something else. Yo, we love you. Holler at us. PowerLunchHour at gmail.com. We'll see you guys next week. Yes, sir. All right, we out. Shout out to you, bartender.